good morning, beautiful people. Um, this is John here from Introspect, and today I'm super excited to have on a brand new guest. Um, she goes by the name Shawi, and this is our first meeting this morning, and it came about through a series of synchronicities, and Tammy just tagging me into a live that you did on Instagram mm. the other day that really resonated with me as a topic. So we'll talk about this topic shortly, but let's introduce you, shall we? Welcome along. Hi, everybody. So beautiful to be in this space. Like John was saying, he said it's the first time we've met physically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, totally. it feels as if we've known each other a long time and it feels really special to be holding the space for this conversation uh, along some so much experience and that holds a, a beautiful polarizing energy to me and I think that's what is being called in so it feels like an honor. Totally. Um, it's funny because we've seen each other like even at the Spring Festival we've been around each other's kind of space or zone or we know friends that are probably connected mm -hmm. or we've done work on people or mm -hmm. with people or groups but um, we've never yeah like I said physically never crossed over but here we are. Here we are. Thank for this. Letting them Magic flow and letting the universe work with us. Um, so yeah, so this live, so this is where mm. it all started, right? This live that um, you kicked off with, what was it last week sometime? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Do you just want to, let's start off with there, like in terms yeah. of our overarching theme and topic and why we're here today as our main core theme, and we'll try to work around that. <laughs> we might get a little bit Whatever, creative. Whatever, we'll come, we'll come, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so do you want to like kick off with why we're here? Like, yeah, so... Over the last year in my space of uh, holistic wellness, as a holistic wellness practitioner, and the, there's so many things that come into that, I, I had a download actually, I was standing in my kitchen, I remember it very clearly, and the message that came through was, can I swear? Yeah, cool. fuck you. <laughs> like, you can do as much as you fucking like for the feminine, but yep. if you ignore the wounds within our masculine, you're not going anywhere. And I felt that and it sat so deeply within me and it freaked me out. And yeah. I thought, fuck, what does that even look like? Like, how can I be that? How can I show up in that? Mm. You know, and it, and it, what I really had to move through, even some self-limiting beliefs, like as a female, like, how can I hold that space? What's it's going to, what is it going to look like? Do I need someone there with me? Mm. And it's been a real journey of surrender over the last 12 months just to have open arms and so as universe goes more and more male clients <laughs> have come into my spaces and I've started a business alongside a very dear friend of mine podcast which is all about um, sexual wellness and we bring very big on having no gender identity within that everybody is welcome into nice. the spaces that we're in um, and so <laughs> what I what came through in this live that I did was I actually have been feeling desperation, like to be completely honest and being okay with feeling that desperation, that desperation has become a drive for change in a way that I'm going, what else can be possible? Because I truly feel that our men are in crisis. Mm -hmm. and, and all of the research says that when we look at our suicide stats, when we look at our mental health figures, and one of the things I spoke into in this live, and it's interesting, I just dropped jumped onto it not even knowing what was going to come through and just let my heart be open I burst into tears multiple times talking about it and I said it's not only the losses that we're having which is impacting everyone like I I can imagine every single person listening to this now is in some kind of aftermath of suicide and what I also really felt to speak into is that our men are being failed in ways because they're the perpetrators 
yeah. of yeah. a lot of the violence and and crime and um, family within family and domestic violence and all of these things, which goes, it says to me, there's prevention work to be done there. Mm. And if we stay in this space of blame instead of support, well, we're not going anywhere. And I, I truly believe that the foundation of our prevention work is youth and men, like adult men, because if we can get the prevention work happening there, the ripple effects come into every other place. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And as with all healing work and like, especially the deeper modalities, when we show up and recognize and become self-aware of these imbalanced cycles and limiting beliefs um, and like these cycles of shame and guilt mm -hmm. that we were talking about earlier, once we hit that self-awareness or we go through a certain number of triggers or catalysts in our own journey, like, I mean, neither of us got here because it was an awesome, smooth path. It <laughs> no, was, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it was like, how many challenges do we have? Like, in, I think for some of us, our challenges get really stacked at the start of our journey. Yeah. Like we come in under quite a heavy lineage or an mm -hmm. ancestral line mm -hmm. and we might have an extremely high vibration as like, you know, without labeling too much, but like, Many of us are coming as really high conscious beings, mm -hmm. like as these light workers and star seeds mm -hmm. with a lot of remembrance, but then also on the other side, a lot of remembrance of shame and judgment yes. and persecution, mm -hmm. like deep, deep wounds. And you know, that's um that's what I are talking about the male energy and mm -hmm. those belief systems. It's like, you know, if we even just gently think back three generations, like what's happened? Like we've had multiple wars, Absolutely. we've had great depressions, mm -hmm. we've had industrial revolutions mm -hmm. and you know, there's all of these beliefs that we've each come through on the gen each side of the gender pool mm -hmm. and had opportunities to experience each side. Mm -hmm. And, but it's just like, I think that self-awareness is so key at the moment, right? That something's yeah. not flowing correctly. It's not in balance. And if we get back to that root seed where that was planted, yeah. then we can pull that weed and Prevention. plant some brand new seeds of consciousness and really get that. I guess ancestral shift happening as well. Yeah. Because when we do show up, like I've noticed that there's a ripple effect when one or two people in the family or the unit or that oversoul group uh, start to awaken and ask for deep change, like on a heart level, uh, the universe just starts conspiring, right? Absolutely. Towards making mm. synchronicities, meetings, mm -hmm. um, like people coming through in waves wanting healing like mm -hmm. you'll have a desire or you'll notice something come up and then next thing you know there's a wave of six weeks it's of, so cool, wild here we go on the wind birth stories <laughs> yeah, or the totally. block expression or, yeah well, because they're all one you know we're, we're linked yeah. to unity consciousness right and i think mm. it's the story of division that has been one of the most harmful things throughout all of history whether that division has been religion totally you know whether it's been um you know race or gender anything like that and and this is why i have this and you do this deep desire to go let's break down the walls of division mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and there is still a a societal structure that is dividing us yeah. as those different energies and also dividing the energy within us because we're all that masculine and feminine energy you know and I can see we see our, our male identifying who uh, have had such suppressed feminine energy yeah. or suppressed healthy masculine energy and exactly the same for us as well mm. you know we've had this angry feminism because it needed to be yeah. angry because we were like Fuck femicide for 1800 years, you know? Mm. And 
I what I feel, I just got chills, like what I feel <laughs> is that it's needed to go from anger to tenderness. Because if if as the feminine we stay in that anger, which we've needed, but now we don't anymore, that's the wounded masculine. Mm-hmm. And we're just feeding into the story of the wounded masculine. It's like all of us learning how to bring through all the parts of ourselves, like the tenderness and the strength, you know, and yeah. honoring our warriors. Totally. You know, that we've all yeah. been, that all of all of our men have been warriors and there's warriors through their ancestry lines, you know, and it's going, let's bring that energy in and it can be the warrior with the kind and generous, beautiful heart. It's funny, hey, because on the, if, like we've got a female embodiment this time, mm-hmm. um, it's like my journey was really diving deep into the divine feminine yeah. and balancing and nurturing and knowing that I didn't have to be the guy that had all these huge muscles in the gym work and the rugby team. And, you know, that sort of stuff actually used to repel me quite a lot because yeah. it was so I could feel, sense and see the toxicity mm. and how mm. they were speaking and treating and the behaviors. Mm. So that's why I never did a lot of sports. I was just like, oh, my God, like, what Getting the fuck? Injured, you, yeah. What is happening here? Mm. Like, and, you know, no judgment. Like everyone's on their journey. Like, but for me, I just... I just felt a disconnection between that, like yeah. if something didn't feel right to me about mm-hmm. it in the way that they would talk or speak. But then on the feminine side, like you said, there's like the masculine need more sensitivity, intuition, connection to emotions. The divine feminine needs to feel safe in all those things, mm-hmm. but then they need a bit of inner trust and willpower and voice. Totally. Like these different chakras, mm-hmm. right? There's kind of some feminine, some masculine. Yeah. And so we really, while we are individual in our gender right now, mm-hmm. the truth is that inner, that inner energetics are, a divine harmony of both, right? Yeah. And I feel like that divine reconnection mm. of the each side's positive aspects and not running away from the shadow shit either. Nah, like, we're, like we were just saying before, like some people are just like, cool, which is like, do your cards and have the cacao and put some petals around. Yes, and that's yes. cool. And there's a time and space for that. But and? the truth, well, for me personally, yeah. the, the real work uh-huh. that I call it no, is shit. like the digging deep mm-hmm. and really going in and even showing love and respect to those parts. Like if we have done things that we know were toxic in relationships Mm. or if we're a bit controlling or jealous or insecure, we've all been there. We've all had those shadow aspects and still do on some fronts. But it's just like if we take the judgment and the shame and guilt out of those things and say, okay, what if we're here as an experiential journey and if we take the labels off good, bad, right or wrong, male, female, religion, whatever it is, and we understand that we are trying to reharmonize and shift our consciousness into unity consciousness, mm. then, you know, many of us have to have daily check-ins around where we are still holding judgment, like even on the roads or the streets, totally. or someone pulling in front of you or taking <laughs> you apart. Yeah. It's oh, just no. like, how, qu- <laughs> how quick are we to pull that like, little gun out of the holster, right? So yeah, it's just like, I still pull myself up, hey, <laughs> and me and Tammy, like we're like. It's the awareness though, right? It's the awareness, you know, and you'd be in the mm. same spaces of holding that conversation for clients, you know, sometimes they think, oh, like I'm not at that point in my journey or I wish I'd embodied it or blah, blah, blah. And I said, are you aware of things you weren't aware of six months ago and your thought patterns, you know, your behaviors, whatever they're like, yeah. And I'm like, you're doing it. That's growth, right? (laughs) Like it is, it's that awareness, you know, and catching ourselves. And something came through when you were speaking before about like that shadow. And, And I've had this conversation a lot lately about how I think what has happened a lot is that 
we have abandoned parts of ourselves because we've been so afraid of looking in our shadows. And I feel this on a collective level right now. And there's a lot of shadow and darkness that sits in the the wounded masculine. Mm. Like, can we sit there and have conversations about like men being raped? Can we sit there and have conversations about like men beating their wives and all these things? And it's like, we're having those conversations because we're going, this is a shadow in society. And as long as we're not talking about it, all the statistics say when we don't talk about suicide doesn't help with suicide prevention when we don't talk about the things and it's this like discomfort in the shadows and if we're doing it on a society level we're doing it in ourselves it's always that reflection right so individually the more that we can sit exactly like you said the more that we're holding space for other people to do that on an individual level and blow up and go you know what there's some fucked up shit in the world should we look at it and see what we can do or should we be in denial like it's not going to work we're not going to move forward if we do that yeah yeah it's um we were talking about everything like from pornography before <laughs> yep. to like to vices like because mm-hmm. you know like we were talking about like well what's the common themes that were kind of coming across you know like people are numbing like because yeah. of this deep wound and this is on both sides of the genders as well because yep. like i predominantly work with female energy thus far mm-hmm. and you're starting to notice a big influx in male mm-hmm. energy and i think that cycle happens because you know i always look at it like a scale if someone's coming with like rape or sexual mm-hmm. trauma, mm-hmm. abandonment issues around the male energy, distrust, fear of expression, then of course the universe is going to set that female energy up with someone that can kind of plant brand new seeds really quickly in, yep. in a higher consciousness and a higher energy. It's not on the mind level. Mm-hmm. And that sort of notices the shifts can be really profound and quite quick when someone holds that container that's in more of their healed, self-aware aspect mm-hmm. and I believe that we all shift our light codes and our embodiment of the energy that we hold. Mm. And then someone comes into your space and it's like a catalyst. They feel it. Yeah. It's activating, right? And and I think it's the feeling of safety and being in a space where you're not judged. Yeah. You know, and I spoke about in the live that I did, I've had so many uh, males that have come and had really really powerful emotional releases sometimes they don't even make it to the table they literally sit down next to me in the seat they sit down together they sit with me they feel it and they're like and it's heavy shit you know and it's tears or it's like the the shame they feel about all this shit and they're like i fucking feel like i'm failing or blah 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 like it's it's safety right and i say to everyone one of our biggest soul missions as individuals is to be safe havens And speaking of that kind of raw tribal tribalism, you know, like we have tribes and communities and that sort of thing because we want a sense of belonging yeah. and a sense of purpose and a mm-hmm. sense of, you know, safety and security. It's a very primal thing yeah. that is really hitting home, like right at the reptilian brain. Mm-hmm. Like it's fight or flight most of the time. And, you know, a lot of guys, like the really beautiful guy clients that are coming through, they are super sensitive. It's like you're sending out that signal at the high times, like, guys, mm-hmm. you're loved. You are enough. Like, come in. Just say yes to you and come in and, you know, you'll find a way to clear those layers of shame and judgment. But it is so primal, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're all trying to collectively clean up where we are each still holding the imprinting of this is the female roles, this is the masculine roles. And... You know, like 
was saying before, most of the guys, they're like going to work, they're working more hours, they're they're holding all these belief systems that I must be the support, the nurturer, the one that keeps the family rolling financially, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. the provider role. And then there's the mums on the other side doing the mm-hmm. whole, I've got to keep the home rolling and I must look after the mm-hmm. kids and I've got to make sure Let's everything's... Has to look like this, has nurture, to be perfect. Nurture, nurture. And then neither of them are really showing up and saying, whoa, if I don't look after myself mm-hmm. and have a really powerful self-love care routine, yeah. then what am I role modeling to my children? Exactly. To start off, or what am I allowing in my relationship that is then imprinting my children? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and like, because it's so powerful, right? Like, we have to start with us. Mm-hmm. It that- can't be any other way. <laughs> Do you <laughs> if notice this? It- isn't overflowing from the heart, yeah. then it's putting us in constant depletion. It has to be a, an overflow from that heart vessel, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's where I got caught in my, I guess, my shadow side of being like hypersensitive and mm-hmm. hyper aware. Like, I didn't even flip my switch into like my superpowers. It was always like my sensitivities were my burden until like 36. And I'm like, fuck, imagine if I had someone to just explain like what was happening? What do these sensitivities mean? Are they a gift? So it's even just helping people. Like, ah. Yeah. Seeing <laughs> people giving you that permission slip and just holding that mirror of saying, you know, that thing that you've kind of held as this really deep, depressive and anxiety creating thing in your body, mind and spirit. Um, what if that's not, what if that's actually a superpower? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what I realized is I was just, it really came through really fucking being sick of being sick, mm. sick of being unwell, sick of being in the toxic drama-based relationship okay. dynamics yeah. and paradigm, society's expectations. And that's when I just like chucked it all in, like everything. And it was a full reset, like a couple of times. And most people, I don't know, I don't know. Hopefully we can share mm-hmm. that it's beautiful in another side story today as yes. through these messages. <laughs> but it is it is truly beautiful. Like, because when you're stuck in that cycle, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. There's so much anxiety. Like we've got one of the highest depression rates in the world mm-hmm. or collectively right now we have. Mm-hmm. The highest suicide rate. Even New Zealand, like as a country, we're beautiful. But why the fuck are all these young people falling off the wagon? And that masculine wounding that we talked about, it's like, they haven't been given the guidance or the mentorship or no. there's granddad abused, maybe the male energy as well, or sexually abused mm-hmm. it, then that son's power is taken away from them. So the themes of like powerlessness, mm-hmm. the victimization, the distrust and betrayal, a lot of it is even coming from the masculine to masculine wounding. Absolutely. And then we're going in and mum and dad will be running a dysfunctional program. Mm-hmm. We go into our adult relationships and we've still got the backpack on. And we haven't seen any difference. Yeah, we haven't been showing, right? So <laughs> what else is possible? Yeah. Mm. So, like, what are you noticing as those core themes that are coming in as you're starting to pick up more of the masculine <clears throat> energy and starting to really recognize this mirror and hopefully folding inside as well mm-hmm. of recognizing, whoa, where is this still playing out for me? Yeah. What have you noticed as those some key themes? Uh, what you spoke into before, feeling such uh, deep pressure deep pressure to be this to have this you know to show up like this to always fucking have it together you know to not be weak you know to to be this version of a man that we can speak from the country we live in that there's this pedestal of like what it is to be like the fucking tough like rugby player who drinks beer every day you know and doesn't even really speak to his wife or isn't around for his kid's childhood yeah yeah. you know I'm like that really like Mm. that's what we want to have up there and I'm also all for like I was speaking to a friend of mine 
and we spoke about how powerful it is for our men to be taught how to be men. Like I think the foundation actually needs to be there of how to how to be fucking fierce. I'm like, I see warrior like energy and so many men in my life now. And I'm like, fuck yes, that is fierce. Like that is leaders. That you're the people that are gonna fucking drive us and we're gonna be behind you. That hasn't even been there. So that's not there. And then the connection to their feminine, so feeling safe to express emotions, to be vulnerable. They're growing up, growing up in a society that isn't teaching them any of that mm. most of the time. Mm. And so a lot of the males that I'm having feeling that pressure, um, not having the skills to communicate with their partners. Totally. Yep. Because of safety, right? That of the safety, that absolutely. That little Trump pyramid that we talked yeah. about, like, you know, we're saying before that love for me is like a byproduct of like trust and communication mm-hmm. going really well as the foundation because, you know, we, we have to be able to communicate our emotions and our mm-hmm. feelings because as we know as energy healers and mm-hmm. facilitators, if our body, our biofield, our aura remembers everything, like the people, the traumas, the tragedies. Yeah. And I think like if I reflect back, I could remember every single thing. So it wasn't just in my energy field, mm. like in my mind and mm. thoughts, I would keep remembering all of the people that picked on me or all the times I might have been strapped or all of the yeah. times like, you know, so that memory, that emotional remembrance if that's so strong mm. and it's a core part of our being. So we need to understand that that is there. But in the wounded state, our emotional guidance system is not online. We're not following our intuition. We're not open to seeing all of these signs around us that are synchronicities and they're happening every day. And that's fucking fun, man. It's fun when you get into that game of like master creator. That's so great. (laughs) If we're not in there, we're in that kind of wounded shadow side where we're getting really bogged down by things that have been and gone, but we haven't been able to release the emotional Mm -hmm. challenges Mm -hmm. and that body. Like, and then... You know, as you'll know, as soon as we hold something for long enough in our body, on the energy level, then it becomes a physical illness or disease. Or yeah, yeah, makes us terribly sick. Terribly (laughs) sick. And I think uh, what I've seen a lot because I my um, work has now veered into supporting couples quite a lot, which is so beautiful and like intense and yeah, all sorts of things. And I see so much these beautiful, powerful potential in the wounds. That is poison. There's poison coming out, and it's happening. For, it's not just from the male in the mm. in the situation. It's it's these unhealed things sitting there, and it's just going poison because that's their emotional safe space. Mm. Same concept of like a parent is that that we hold our children, and all the emotions come out, and we're their emotional safe space. Sometimes we're like, "Fuck, this is so intense." <laughs> yeah. But thank you for being safe with me, and I often remind couples of that. Like you are one another's emotional safe space, mm. and yeah. Now, like, do you want to continue on with that poison coming out of your wounds? Yeah. And that the core essence of it is the the self-love practices. It is going, what fucking fills your cup up, man? Mm. I've seen so many males recently where I'm like to them, what fills you up? And they tell me, I'm like, are you doing it? They're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's so much value in that. Mm. Your value is not only in your productivity Mm. that is a really beautiful trait that you can give to the world and whatever it is that you're being productive of whether it's providing for the family or in your work or whatever it is Mm. and 
critical the value in the things that fill up your heart you yeah. know whether it is sports or whether it is being out in nature I spoke about this this morning with a friend and I was thinking about all the trades guys who get up in the morning put their socks on put their work boots on go and spend they might be out they might be outside they come home take their boots off take their socks off maybe their feet aren't even going on the grass yeah yeah for yeah. weeks fully disconnected not eh? grounding <laughs> at all you know these things like being in nature and they're so simple the things that can help us all but I think particularly our men and it's the kinesthetic things I always say to them like do you, I bet you like something that's got to do with movement yeah. <laughs> you know moving that energy through movement and, and realizing that that it's so valuable for them to have self-care practices because like we spoke about there's been this beautiful rays and light feminine of like yeah like when you think of self-care right you're like what oh, you think of like a woman doing self-care practices yeah. and it's like fuck that story <laughs> self-care it's is just, important for all yeah it's like um <laughs> there's such a trap in it like there's a real spiritual trap in mm -hmm. all of this um and you know we're even just saying locally there's so many individual like doesn't matter what day of the week whether it's a morning midday or afternoon you can find something whether it's a sound bowl healing journey <laughs> yeah, or a pickup yeah. you know and it's, and. and it's beautiful but it's like we've got to reconnect we've got to understand that the divine union is mm. trying to make its way back but we can't just keep holding gender separation even in what we're doing in those ritualistic circles because mm -hmm. there's probably some awesome guy musicians musicians that want to totally be a part of it or are, yeah. write some poetry or you know yeah. it doesn't or they can bring some really strong mm. like tribal drumming mm -hmm. or you know what i mean like it, there's so many ways in which mm. we need to create that reunification that. because the the longer that separation does happen mm. we just have to recognize that it is just a shadow flying into a story of division yeah, trying yeah. to fix itself yeah. i think both too like i i what and this is my, my personal kind of reflections is i part of doing this live was i was calling out to our men in a way of please fucking show up like please show up with love please can you show up so that there can be spaces for our men i know a lot of my male clients they they're like i can do like a one-on-one -on -one or maybe two or three men i can do that i can be there like, and I can be vulnerable in that. And we can talk about shit and we can do good stuff. Like he said, like, if I went into a group environment, I would feel really uncomfortable mm. and I wouldn't express. So I think there needs to be spaces where our men are helped by men. There mm. need to be spaces where our women totally. are helped by women. And there need to be spaces where we're doing it together. Because the, uh, so Nick, who I have uh, my Ignite Sexuality business within the podcast mm -hmm. with, we hold spaces for anyone to come into. And the amount of women that said it was so powerful to be around a safe masculine presence mm, mm. like i think that's that's the warrior in our men and that, that it's been taken away from them that you in your presence can create waves mm. for everyone for your children you know for your women like for your female male friends like you in your essence you don't need to be a facilitator or a space holder or have the modalities yes we still need that please do more of that <laughs> And just in their essence, when we can come together in those group spaces, that's powerful as fuck. Yeah. And then witnessing the feminine in all of her, you know, and this is why I'm like, we need to be doing the, the dark shadow shit together because what the men can learn from a woman in her full expression of like dark feminine energy is it activates. Mm. It really does. Yeah. 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 So it's like, um, they've each got, we've each got our unique challenges um, but then they're all shared challenges anyway. Mm -hmm. Like they're not really separate. <laughs> we are each bringing our different perspectives into this one pool of collective energy mm -hmm. and consciousness. Um, 
but it's it's funny, right? Because you talk like with great passion about this warrior and the strength, but that's one thing that I personally think it's like the analogy that was coming through when you're talking mm. is there's the energy of fire. Mm. but fire has the ability to burn down a whole fucking mm-hmm. city or it has the ability to absolutely cook and provide mm-hmm. for a whole village or mm-hmm. tribal city and that's what i talk to people about their conscious choice a lot of male energies are stuck in their ego fucking yeah, pride like over dominance yeah. like using their physical strength as a protective mechanism mm-hmm. for what's actually like a little inner child underneath mm-hmm. and that's what's so imbalanced that keeps those cycles going because as young male children someone takes the energy away from them or sexual abuse or you know especially in these larger group dynamics of cultural experiences you know might be a family gathering and next thing you know the uncles come on to them and sexually abuse them or Mm -hmm. whatever it might be and you know those wounds if they're not healed they stay in our soul and we will always seek that power back and here we go then that male becomes abusive towards those around him or his mates or his partners then they then you know and if, oh, it's so complex, but it's so simple when you can see the pattern. It's all about the patterns and cycles. And that's what my soul personally loves. Mm. It's like, whoa, what's created this cycle? There's been three lots of different different yeah. sexual abuse mm-hmm. by 12 years old. Mm-hmm. That's no accident. Like there's a cycle here. And yeah. and then we go all the way back through the womb mm-hmm. birth stories and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, what started you? <laughs> like, because we're talking about a lot of this masculine energy and when we flick some messages back and forth the other day, mm. I felt some stuff, especially on the male side of the mm-hmm. heart, under this collarbone. And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. This is really meaningful for mm. shall we? So mm. What was your, can you just give us a little little dive into your personal experience or your upbringing? Like what created the soul awareness in you mm. that something's disconnected maybe even within yourself around yeah. your own masculine energy or strength? Uh, so I... I actually have an amazing father <laughs> who was solo father for a while. So my mother is a very um, unhealthy, wounded, traumatized woman uh, and wasn't there for a lot of my life, left when I was nine months old uh, and then was in and out periodically until, well, I, it's been eight years since I've had her in my life. And I had a whole childhood of su- suppressed memories of child abuse yeah. Like from the female from side? From the female side. Here we go, right? So this is the same gender abusing that gender Absolutely. and carrying the cycle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was a lot of um, physical, mental, emotional abuse in and out of home with her, witnessing my younger brother and sister being abused by her, witnessing domestic violence between mm. her and her partner. That was completely suppressed. And I think this is why psychology became so intriguing to me because my brain kept me safe. Mm. Somebody said to me last night, do you think, how do you think that worked out? And I said, I would have killed myself if I had been living in those memories when I was like 15. Mm. I was already borderline, you know, I was already suicidal tendencies and self-harm and all of these things. If I had remembered how fucking brutal it had been, I wouldn't be alive today. I know that 100%. And so then as the uncovering of all the memories started coming out as I got older, I had to sit in the fucking shadows. I had to sit in like the shame of not protecting a younger brother and sister from abuse. Yeah. You know, I had to sit in the the shame of wanting to love someone so much that I abandoned myself in the process. 
wanting to see a version of someone that wasn't who they truly were. I really had to sit in that, you know. And so I actually lived with I lived with her for a year and a half from about 15 to 17, 16, <clears> 17, 18. But I didn't remember any of that stuff. So I went into a household with family abuse and family violence and I went into two years of trauma response. Like I just was in fight, flight the whole time. A freeze, actually. I was a freezer, which really aggravates someone that's like BPD. And I, yeah. <laughs> I do not like that. Totally. <laughs> um, and then it was years of PTSD after that. Uh, and so there was this... For me, then becoming a mother, I was a mother at 20. I've got three children. I was like, what the fuck does a mother look like? Yeah, yeah. I had never seen it. And and so what actually happened was that I went into a lot of hyper-masculine in that. You know, and then I became a solo mother five years ago. And it was this hyper-masculine, like full on pressure on myself, have to do all the things, like not letting myself feel things. And it's been a five-year journey now of transmuting that and turning it into a beautiful healthy masculine in me of like do fucking have my shit sorted yeah I can run a house and yeah I'm gonna do the things with the kids and I can be a leader and I can be all of those things and soften totally and bring in and heal my wounds of my feminine you know and I've got a daughter and two sons and and knowing that I I'm here to hold space for them I've had lots of rage coming through with my especially my youngest son at the moment and it's going like I I feel I felt a sense of responsibility in my mothering in particular to show up as both of those energies um a lot of the tattoos on my body are masculine feminine balance um and so when I like looked back on it and I was, I was looking at my journey I just think everyone needs that you know that journey of reclamation of the divine version of ourselves within that yeah yeah for sure hey and it's it's cool that you talked about that because um you know we speak in energy Mm -hmm. like there's so much more than the spoken word like energy is so powerful from my perspective and Mm. you know we were talking before like as a key message like one of the key messages that we'd like to pass on is no matter what has happened like doesn't matter like how deep the stuff goes or what choices we've made or who we've hurt along the way we are all beautiful whole and complete on the core level and it's like these layers of shit built on top of that level we are love but with energy like with the energy work i found like you know talking's one level like Mm -hmm. the counseling the like the therapies on that level that's like one level but then there's like the kind of that like deeper level or like even vibrationally higher level where you know, I've found that you can go into any of these positions because your body knows, right? Like your body had the emotional cellular memory of everything that has happened, Absolutely. but the ego mind blocks out. Mm-hmm. And this is what people are not quite linking up yet. And I'm hope I'm an ambassador for mm-hmm. and yourself yeah. <laughs> is helping people understand that we are beautiful, emotionally connected beings, sensuality, you know, mm-hmm. sexuality, like love expression, but with those challenges, the mind, we, we try to move forward on our soul's journey. and But then there's this massive pullback. Yeah. Like we might be like, yeah, I want to be this and I want to step forward as this amazing mum or I want to have all these rental properties and all this financial win. But then the old cords of belief and the old remembrance in the body and the biofield is what keeps we'll us from stepping back. forward. So mm-hmm. a lot of the guys are like, I feel stuck. I, I can, I'm not connected to any joy. Like I don't do anything for myself. You know, I don't, they might not even like, you know, do any form of fitness. They're just like, I feel like that's just the theme at the moment. I feel completely stuck. And this is male yeah. and female, Absolutely, yeah. but 
where did we disconnect from that joy and why? Like, and when we ask those questions or any question, we start to work back, like, why do my partners always abandon me? Mm. You know, and it's like, okay, what do I have in me that is sending out that energy that is attracting this, right? Mm -hmm. So hopefully, I mean, you know, I don't think it's fair saying, like, just get out of the victim mode because (laughs) everyone's got their own unique um really deep journey yeah. and that would be dishonoring mm-hmm. if and or trigger really mm-hmm. fucking triggering but the truth is on some level we do have to understand like what do we hold inside belief systems wise yeah. because everything outside is just a mirror and the micro macro and it's like okay well maybe i do have a fear of abandonment that's attracting that same type of guy or same type of female energy maybe i am a bit subservient and keep attracting the controlling partners, you know? And so these abandonment wounds, especially, that's been a big wound that's been coming up. Like, I mean, this must be coming up four and a half or five years of doing this work now almost. And the womb, the abandonment or the horror, like, holy crap, both sides have the abandonment wound. And therefore when they sharpen like life or like work, or any relationship, mm. they abandon their ideas. Yeah, themselves. they abandon connections and friendships. Mm-hmm. They abandon relationships or cheat on partners. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's one of the core wounds, right? Mm. Where if we've got abandonment, we can't trust ourselves. Mm. We don't trust life that much. We don't definitely don't trust fully and completely to be open and vulnerable and love hearts, yeah. and with our partners. Mm. So this is why we keep hitting this either a stalemate where both one of the, both partners are just like, mm. oh yeah. No, I've tried. Look, what's the point? Yeah, what's I've tried like once or twice and they don't want to be connected. Or I've tried to express my needs and that, that person or that male energy just shuts me down. And it's yeah. like some of the deepest healings is like literally going back to the inner child and then even bringing through dads and a child or mums and a mm-hmm. child and like energetically wrapping them up. Like yeah. I love quantum jumping mm-hmm. where we literally go back to the version of our parents that needs the love. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can you wrap them up in your arms and tell them they're worthy right there? And then it's like something happens amazingly, like and it energetically just releases the cords. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden conversations start. Mm-hmm. Like mum's just rung me for the first time in 10 years or dad, right? And they're overseas and not, you wouldn't believe it, but right after the after that session, dad just gave me a call and he hasn't rung in 10 years. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Like, we, just, we just work with <laughs> like. like yeah. yeah. Never surprised, always in awe, but yeah. never surprised, right? Like, yeah, of course. But it is profound. And it's I so do profound. want, like, I don't yeah. mean for that to come off in an ego way. Yeah. I'm just like, it is. yeah, after like thousands and thousands of movies and regressions mm. and past lives and that sort of thing, mm. it's like we need to understand that we are these multidimensional yeah. beings that, if we're struggling right here, right now, in the defense of the ego that's keeping us in this bubble mm. of protection, we have to understand that our energy is everything. Mm. Like our ancestors' energy, the challenges that they had, you know, they're all here supporting us. Many of them have committed sins and crimes, and we have been back there mm-hmm. doing many things of having the experience of what it's mm. like to be dominant and controlling mm. and a, a gladiator or a warrior. But then we've also had experiences in different lifetimes of being the submissive the victim Mm -hmm. you know we play these roles Mm -hmm. like on a soul level our soul's very Mm -hmm. conscious what we're playing Mm -hmm. or why we've come in under our lineage line even right you chose your specific parents the same as what i chose my specific (laughs) unit yeah but you realize it might start off a hard journey and strong catalyst and contrast sometimes at a point of not wanting to be here yeah many times over yeah but 
I want everyone to know today that it is fucking light and that's just the start of your hero's journey. Yeah. And like every true legend and warrior, mm-hmm. they didn't start in the like, oh, here's a million bucks. Here's, <laughs> yeah. here's your horse and cart, <laughs> yeah. like, and your gold-plated shielding. Yeah. Like they literally, you know, all of those best tales are like the Robin Hood tales or totally. the, the alchemist journeys yeah. where we chose to have a really expensive journey, mm. but we don't get the great expansion on the soul level without having a bit of contrast in there. Yeah, absolutely. And right. it's, it is, it's the light and the shadow, right? It's going, we're here as, as light and shadow. Yeah. You know? Honoring and, that yin and yang, yeah, right? Like, and the, the more that I always say, the more, I, I'm Scorpio, right? It's like, the more we go down this here. This is why we're it up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The more we go down here, the more we come up yeah, here. This is yeah. too funny. So it's been a couple of weeks of, um, between me and Gemma, and now me and you. Yeah. Like, here we are as Scorpios. Yeah, like, totally. We're not like, afraid yeah, to get in the shadows, <laughs> yeah. Um, this one word when you were talking, and just kept coming up over and over my head compassion yeah. right so and I think there's something so beautiful in that when we're in that space and I know that compassion has been one of the key saviors for me you know and I speak about say remembering being a young child and watching my siblings mm. be abused and and it's that going compassion for ourselves every version of ourselves that ever has been compassion for the wounds of others not our responsibility not here fucking fix it but go compassion towards their wounds compassion towards the fact that we're carrying all of the generational the past life stuff and going hold on a second like let's just be compassionate Mm. to everything that is here for me now and that's the process of alchemy that we start right Mm. we can come in and go let's have that as the basis And that can be towards our own fuck-ups, you know. It can be, like, towards others and go, like, oh, fuck, I can see their wounds coming out right now. Mm. Or why did I even attract that mirror, right? Totally, compassion We've got to take responsibility even for ourselves and be like, hold on, it's easy to blame that person outside of me. Like, even because this is, like, kind of a bit of an overarch of, like, the masculine Mm. wellness and the suicide prevention that we'll go into. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, even looking at those male energies and understanding that, it's easy to blame someone mm. outside of ourselves, right? It's so fucking easy. It's like an escapism. Mm-hmm. But in truth, we have to understand, like, what am I learning through that relationship? And what and what are we <laughs> instead of being like the victim and the power, like mm. the power play, like understand that everything is energy in our relationships. And like, you know, sometimes that really strong masculine energy might just need a really soft backdoor approach of saying, Do you know what, partner? Like. 2023 like what would you love this year Mm. sometimes in your life like especially like through my experience you hold so many belief systems on the male line of who you have to be what you need to live up to what it means to be that amazing supportive husband or role player and there's so much pressure man like the suicide rate that we're going to dive into it's just like there is an overwhelming amount of pressure Mm. on both on both sides again Mm -hmm. but for the male energy and Hopefully we can start to shift some awareness around this, around what beliefs am I holding Mm -hmm. that is keeping me continually show every single day doing the same Truman show, Mm -hmm. like the same grind, the same, now I've got to work more. I should work the weekends. It's just Mm -hmm. like, well, I work three days a week for now what? Yeah. Like, and I for go to the beach. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, yeah. What, what is it for? Right. What because is it for? Who is it for? Who are you trying to win affection or validation or mm. anything from? Because it's, I mean, it's so fucking simple, but at the end of your life, 
None of that shit fucking matters. Mm. You're not taking any of it. What matters is the experiences, the connection, the love, mm. you know, the memories. And it's going, who is it for to run yourself to the fucking ground? Coming from me and, and my wounded yeah, masculine, yeah. you know, in the past and being like, oh, fuck you, yeah, I did that. Yeah. You know, and going like, but my worth has to be in this because I had had that story of like your worth is in your productivity, you know, and, totally. and having um, and as a high achieving student, as a young person as well, so much pressure, you know, it's always like you need to be doing better, need to be doing, need to be doing better. And it's that's uh, that's a story that we just need to fucking throw away, yeah, yeah. you know, and be in your sole purpose, you know, and if, if you t- if you really, truly take joy from working like nine to five you know and some people would beautiful if that works for you at some period of your life because there will be periods of your life where as long as you're getting the balance knowing the things all for it supporting it however i can guarantee a lot of people are in a paradigm that does not serve their holistic wellness Mm. in so many ways so thank you for that amazing worldwide reset that happened like a couple of years ago Uh i was just like (laughs) smiling and it's like yes this is like a holiday because like um you know but for many it wasn't right Mm. for many it was just like all of their shit came to the surface and collective stuff came to the surface Mm -hmm. but for me like I don't know, I really felt like this was one of the biggest blessings that mm-hmm. hit the planet. Like, yeah, there's people that have lost people in transition. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I really feel for those yeah. families that have had to experience that. Yeah. But as we a collective, as a collective energy, we needed it a jumpstart, <laughs> man. Yes. Like we were so unconsciously yeah. mistreating so many aspects of our own lives yeah. and Mother Earth. Yeah. Like, and it's still carrying on. It's going to be a bit of a few decades worth of like mm-hmm. awakening, but. We needed the jump start, and yeah. that was probably one of the first times that I, you know, even crossed over with many male energies or even their female partners, like saying, mm-hmm. Oh, my partner doesn't know what to do with themselves. Oh gosh, you know, they've lived so much in that deeply ingrained Who neurologically am I outside I, of my you know, role. Yeah. And, but then there's both sides, right? The yeah, mums are in exactly. that role too. And mm-hmm. as we keep reconfirming, mm-hmm. our neurological pathways keep building mm-hmm. a deeper trench of the most followed path. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there, but there is such beauty in experiencing, like, you know, like you said, you had to do the masculine roles of being there. And I did that as well. Like mm-hmm. I had times with solo parenting and mm-hmm. like having to do it all and having to pay like all of the child support and like really, like I just put my son, like I self-sacrificed myself and yeah. put my son first for probably the solid five, six, seven years. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. Yeah. Because there was shit in the male line mm-hmm. of, like all I could offer him was quality time and physical touch. Mm. I didn't have money, had yeah. no home, and at times couldn't even do the rent. And I mm. asked, I had to ask for help. And it was the first time ever around that 32-year-old mark that the universe totally reset me because I needed to learn that core lesson of why do you run that belief system of self-sacrifice and martyrdom where you will be there for everyone else and give love away and give support away and doesn't matter if it's work or relationships at home, but what about you? What about you? So even with Tammy, that trigger came up like mm. in Melbourne of all places on a trip that we're on and I'm like, hotel room, not sleeping in tears, we're on the river having a wine and I'm just like, I don't know what the hell is coming up. I've never been to Melbourne, but something is happening right now in this moment. And I'm just noticing all of the shit come up within me. And I'm just like, and I didn't sleep and I got next morning. I'm like, what is in this for me? Like, yep, guides, universe, like what the fuck's happening right now? And it was just like, what about you? That was it. And I was like, fuck, I'm still seeing my old masculine programs. I've done really well to be self-aware but even with Tammy as we started to go into this like I think we're maybe a year and a half two years in Mm. um I could still see 
where I wasn't dedicating myself fully to my work. I was still like, oh, I better make sure that they're sorted first. And I wasn't showing up authentically mm -hmm. in my own self. And I was still denying my own love and my own worthiness, mm -hmm. that deep inner child sensitive wound. Mm -hmm. So integrity, mm. authenticity, mm -hmm. and trust. Yes. Where are we at? I'm going to mark this. <laughs> 46 minutes. Okay. Yep. What are you, not only as a practitioner, mm. it's crucial that we hold these spaces yeah. because we're each working and bridging and breaking down these old limiting beliefs and barriers between masculine and feminine Absolutely. as we hold the space for the other gender especially. Yeah. What's, um, what do you want to say about this? Yeah. Like integrity, authenticity, and trust. Uh for the last couple of weeks, I feel like I've said this phrase probably more than any other phrase. I believe that we're here to all be in our authentic expression. Totally. And us in our authentic expression activates yeah. everyone else's authentic expression. And there's something really powerful in how that is so individualized. Yeah. And, and I think that it's so important for every single person, every single person to realize the power of them doing personal spiritual development work because they're learning more about themselves and who they are in this world. And even research says that all of us that are doing that work is raising the collective frequency, yeah. whether you're in a, in a space of, of holding or not, that you're doing that work. But it's going like, who the fuck are you? Mm. You know, and I think that that's something for a lot of our men of it's like, who the fuck do you want to be? Whatever that is. Yes, you get to be it. Here's your permission. Like that's a gift I could give to the world. It's like permission to be exactly who you are and your authentic expression of self without the comparison, without the it's supposed to look like this because dad said, without mm. the like this is how society tells me it should be. Like who are you? How do you like to play and express like sexually and and work and, and what do your friendships look like? It's like just finding yourself. And I think so many people are afraid of what they'll find when they journey into themselves because you're going to see the shadows too. Yeah. They're abandoning themselves in their authenticity. That's it, right? So even in abandonment, <laughs> like we were talking about, like we abandon or like, um, you know, I've had some younger clients and like oh, I've made some offers, mm -hmm. but all the guys are abandoning offers. Like they're all good and they're on board with the course, but then they abandon. I'm like, yeah, yeah. because within you, there is a still this root core of abandonment. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so therefore as a mirror that will show up in the most practical ways. Even friends not showing up to your yeah. birthday, you know, like it's really practical, but yeah. it's it's like so exact on how the universe, because for me, the universe just says yes mm. to whatever you're feeling sending yeah. out, right? So if our, like we might say, oh yeah, I'd love friends, but then we're like, oh no, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm it's too scary. Yeah. yeah, I'm introvert. I can't yeah. make friends. Like yeah. who would want to hang out with me? Totally. You know, all of that lack of self-worth and self-love. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, but as you said, like the longer on both sides of the gender pool again, the longer we keep um out of authenticity and keep abandoning ourselves yeah. and you know even really simple things like we talked about before just um showing up in your partnership mm -hmm. like just this morning I finished our breathwork post mm -hmm. and Tammy was going to jump on it last night and I got frustrated at her like this is like 10 to 10 I'm like Tammy I said I was going to do that but can you please can you please not take this over because mm -hmm. I need to follow through on what yeah. I said I was going to do. That's the integrity and piece. So yeah. here we are, like even in the simplest moments like that, yeah. or like even the masculine clients that have mm -hmm. come through this last week, they know they're self-sabotaging self and, and causing disharmony within their relationships, or they've gone to the, like, say, the big void of alcohol or drug yes. addictions and yes. that sort of thing because they've got such a deep core wound mm -hmm. that there's no way they can find out of that emotionally 
just numb. Yeah. Just, just go numb. to the numb. Yeah. Drugs, weed, yeah. hot, sex. like sex. Yeah. Yep. And but it's in the wrong way. It's like yeah. again, it's misusing that fire. Totally. And that whole burning so creativity, goodness. which is our Christ consciousness energy. Mm. And it's misusing it because of the wound. And you know, so many people cheat on partners mm. and like leave relationships, not because it was truly misaligned, but, but just because they've got that abandonment mm. wound and they're not in their integrity. So, mm. you know, it starts on the simplest levels. And even when I was saying like, you know, in times when I was solo parenting, and it doesn't matter whether I was traveling down from Auckland just to see my son for four days in a fortnight, because that's all I kind of had access to at the time, or I still travel down, mm. left three o'clock on the Friday, bet the Auckland traffic, like I had to, more than anything, because of the challenges of me to my dad of him never being there and always running those oh, yeah. traditional oh. masculine, like work hard. Mm. Yep, come home at five, then do the section work or do the garden work. But it was never one on one connection. Yeah. No quality time. So I went I doubled down the other way. Yeah. <laughs> to the point of South Sacrifice. Yeah. But it was worth it, man. Like yeah. it was worth it because mm. I know as a lineage breaker, yeah. I'm like, I can see the challenge. Mm. I can see my son. Mm. There's my dad, there's me, there's my son. Mm. Okay. What what the fuck am I gonna do here? No, I'm not passing on the scarcity. No. Where do you want to go? Do you want to do a camper van mesh? Do you want to get an Airbnb? Mm. Whatever it is. Like, just do you want a new computer? Mm. Just like facilitate, don't show lack, because I knew totally. nothing but lack yeah. and nothing but scarcity and nothing but time shortage consciousness. Mm. You know, all of those deeply ingrained things. But, you know, as both male and female, we have the power mm. as long as we can have the self awareness to see what's really not working with us or what's triggering the fuck out of us. Start there because the triggers will show you where the wounding is. Yeah, they will. <laughs> then look at the mirror of like, what's in this for me? Like, why is this coming up for me or between my partnership mm. or my friendships and that? Mm. And, you know, what do I need to shift or where do I maybe need to seek help? Because obviously if we could have it all sorted within ourselves, we would have had it sorted. Yep. <laughs> so we've, we've got to allow someone else, especially if it's someone that's highly intuitive and yeah. like gifted, there's many roads to Rome and there's many ways that we can, we can approach and take a back door mm. around the ego mind and the protection into the safe space of nurturing, compassion and deep love mm. and create real lasting change. Hey, So for you, like in terms of that integrity, authenticity, trust, mm. like how do you find it with your male energies, like holding that space mm. as divine feminine? Like, do you notice those back doors that you can take that bypass those, those ego walls and the barriers that are trying to keep that person safe? Yeah, I think, it's been a beautiful gift for me in holding space because I really drop into softness, mm. you know, and it's, I often will feel that they're like, I just want softness and not judgment and all of that. So if I'm going into space holding, um, I will drop into that energetically, really that, that divine feminine, which is also that if we're going to be screaming on the table, I'm going to be there for it too, yeah. <laughs> like there for all of it. Energy work, fucking incredible, amazing. And honestly, I don't know if you have the same thing. I literally have male and female, but a lot of my male clients that go, I don't even know what Reiki is. I just know I'm totally. meant to be here with you, right? Yeah. And I'm like, thank you for following your intuition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll, I'll, what I often do is explain enough of like the scientific part of it this is actually what is happening with the energy because I, I can feel that they want that masculine brain is like just give me something practical cool I'll hold on to that yeah. and then just holding space for anything and um working with energy has been such a profound way to to hold space for my male clients because like you were saying before about like talk therapy absolutely time in a space 
But when you've got a conditioning around like, I don't even know, they often don't even know how to express it. So if I sit there and I'm going, how are you feeling right now? Like, where does that come from? Often they don't know on a conscious level. They're like, I'm just feeling all this fucking shit. I'm feeling rage or I'm feeling grief or I'm feeling sadness or whatever it is. And so then when we can go into working with the soul and, and I often say to them, you know, and we're, we're just trusting the body and any um, stress cycles that want to be completed through emotional release or whatever it is, this is actually your body on a physical level, just doing what it needs to do. But I also say to them, you also don't need to know where maybe some of these emotions are coming mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe it will, and maybe, and maybe we'll talk about it. And often we do talk about it afterwards. They'll be like, oh, this came up or I saw this, or I felt like it was this or this memory or this person. But I think just holding space for you don't need to know everything because you know that hyper wounded masculine is like need to know all the things has to be like this it's black and white Mm. go like look here i'm gonna hold this space you can feel that you feel safe right now i'll tell you a little bit like about Mm. what we're doing and then just and and an invitation to surrender an invitation to surrender into this particular modality and like i've seen breathwork massive fucking advocate for it and Mm. i will say especially for our men Mm. i've seen fucking incredible releases a lot with women i i really i think every male should be doing breath work every single day <laughs> because it's like that real coming into the body and you, you get know? into those layers right like Fuck, it's yes. like it's through because it's such a it's free yeah <laughs> you can do it anywhere uh-huh. you can take it anywhere but it's like that's it's funny because even with the breath work like we've experienced like so many different modalities yeah. and there's like the surface breath work. Oh yeah, totally. And, like, we're me and Tammy, right? We're like, no, we're going on soul journey. Like, and you know, because if if you don't go in, it's mm. like if you don't go in with enough um, intention, awareness, mm. and sometimes intensity, yeah, like through the breath, you don't get through. You don't penetrate through the layers. Yeah. And yeah, like it might be like a little bit of like like the emotion, like all those emotions that you listed, like the yeah. overwhelm, the insecurities, the vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. Like it's there in the body. Yeah. You can feel it in people's energy systems, mm-hmm. but. That's that's the blessing of it, right? And whether it's energy healing or breath work or yeah, Reiki or yeah. um, inner child work, it's like mm-hmm. what we're trying to do is hold that space of mm-hmm. unconditional love yes. and trust and integrity so that like, that person can you. go there. Yeah, Right, it's like I think it's us going, I've got you. Yeah, Whatever yeah. comes up in this, like the greatest gift, I think, that anyone that's coming in a space holders for our men because they've always thought I have to only have me. I have to have me. Yeah, and I have to have everyone and, else. Yeah, yeah. like I, I have to be the one all the time. But when we go like, I've got you, mm. wherever we're going today, you know, whatever this is, like, I'm fucking here for it. Yeah. You know, and that rock solid, like, no matter what, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to stay for this whole journey today, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to be there. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, a lot of that abandonment stuff, having someone that can hold space for all of it, it, it changes all of the stuff then comes out, right? And the no judgment afterwards, you know, mm-hmm. like, I fucking love when men cry. I literally, and I'm... It's weird to be smiling, but I'm like, I'm like, yay! <laughs> I'm so fucking proud yeah. of you. You know, I did a reel um probably about a month ago, and I was like, I'm so proud of every single one of you. Yeah. You know, that has broken down. Whether it's my friends, you know, I I've been the friend that the the like big like six foot four like tough as fuck i'm using the little finger things <laughs> you know guys like we'll have moments and maybe they've been drinking or maybe something like that and then all of a sudden we're in this deep and meaningful and they're, they're bursting into tears with me mm-hmm. you know and i think that and this is what we were speaking about before i i made a call out in the live that i did and i i think it's really important that 
we all need to learn how to hold our masculine. And we don't know some of that as a feminine because all we know is us. You know, you look at men are from us, women are from Venus, the way we communicate, process, all of those things are different. But we need to learn. Yeah. <laughs> like we need to learn how it's different in communication, how it's different in processing, like how like they need their caves, we need our villages, our tribes. It's going like this is all here for us. There is there's so much available. Mm-hmm. And and what what we can learn for ourselves through the process of learning how to also hold space for others is a great gift in mm-hmm. itself. Mm-hmm. And just being curious, right? Like because yeah. it's like it sucks that it takes three wheels falling off the wagon before mm-hmm. we start some of this journey. Like mm-hmm. it truly doesn't need to be mm-hmm. that, but we're so conditioned to keep on getting on and doing and going. And, you know, that conditioning is what really keeps us out of the like the true intuitive joy and the self-discovery. Like, you know, and that's one of, you know, one of the biggest things that I have for any client. Like even the feet, like most of the females are in the divine masculine too. Mm-hmm. Like the um the grades or getting enough achievements for my parents or being seen as um enough of an energetic holder in my masculine business or engineering totally. company or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. And it's just like, actually, I want you to bring your sensitive intuitive side. I want you to come up with creative solutions in an engineering mm-hmm. company. Totally. Like I want you, you know, like um it's because it's like, I don't know, this this balance is always something that's just rung so true for me. Mm-hmm. Like we must all understand, like even the guys, like it's a I'm not divine feminine. Mm-hmm. It's just like I'm sorry, buddy. Like, but you are, like <laughs> yeah. we all are the same we as women. Yeah. yeah, it's like one chromosome <laughs> difference between your gender pole. It's like, so what's in all of that energy yeah. and all of that imprinting, right? Yeah. So um, but like you said, that that weight, that backpack, that burden, mm-hmm. it's just so much sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like even when someone asks you a question when you're in that space, I remember those moments in my life where you didn't see a way out of that hole or that mm-hmm. cave. The cave was created. You introvertly go into mm-hmm. it. You recluse and repress from society and the world. And, you know, and then you're, you just reconfirm your own belief systems that I'm alone yeah. and I've got to be there for myself and I should Creative be independent. Story. And, yep, and it just reconfirms the story in the mind and it just doubles down, eh? Yeah, that downward spiral. And so I think that downward spiral is really what gets us to this this kind of theme of suicide. Yeah. It's just simply that there's so much momentum over a sustained Mm -hmm. time of limiting belief and then reconfirming that Mm -hmm. belief or having the trauma, not getting the help in time, and the energy just continually manifest, Mm -hmm. which all the carriages are going the wrong way, right? That law of attraction, law of momentum. It's like they know where they'd like to go, but... Every single day they wake up, first thing that, well, they might have had a shit sleep. They might not have even have slept like me. I just yeah, didn't sleep. Yeah. And then the all the overwhelm and the nervous system, the emotional overwhelm, you don't feel safe and vulnerable. And so, you know, I found from that sensitive male perspective, I woke up with the sensitivity. Like mm-hmm. I was born with it. And I actually manifested and created a lot of female energies that were the strong in the masculine. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what's what's wrong with this situation mm. like but then that that self-awareness has to come at some stage but sometimes it is all the shit falling off the wagon sometimes it's full relationship resets or job resets or changing countries mm-hmm. you know we all experience it in different ways but um you know like it's so important to know that so much of this energy that we're in now is supporting way quicker change like oh, it's in, rapid as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just come in, God. Like, honestly, I just say to everyone, just come into this space. Like, totally. because you've come in in a really 
cool time. Yeah. <laughs> We've yeah. all been hanging out here. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, full faith and trust. Like, I'm sure things are going to, like, change. Yeah. You know, and we've been in that space. And, and it's so fascinating. And, and also holding space for people that are kind of jumping and diving into their consciousness expanding. It can be quite a fucking sharp thing because rap, the, the movement is so rapid right mm. now in our evolution, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And there's like the analogy of, like, the river of life is speeding up, like the energy, the vibration, mm -hmm. our cellular integration, mm -hmm. it's all speeding up so fast. And so, you know, for anyone hitting this, like if you come to things in your life where you just seem like you're hitting wall after wall after mm -hmm. closed door after closed door, it's like trust it, that's a sign from the universe as well. Absolutely. Like I had many times where I was like trying to move into like new properties and rental properties. <laughs> and like, that was five that just fell through. It's like, um, take the hint, dude. Like you're not fucking meant to be with that person. No. There's more joy come over here. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, because, again, of old conditioning or old religious mm -hmm. conditioning mm -hmm. or till death do you part, like mm -hmm. all of this bullshit that we're conditioned with, it's fucking keeping us sick. Like it's not empowering us to be self-actualized beings of having desires and dreams and knowing that we can feel fulfilled and free even in relationships. Mm -hmm. It's just keeping us in a real vanilla, repressed, stalemate, style relationship mm -hmm. of codependency and old traditional role model how right? much is codependency normalized i've said that so much recently society has normalized yeah. codependency totally. and it yeah. is so fucking destructive and then what it's are we so showing disempowering in, even in movies right like yeah. even now you like jump on netflix you might watch your favorite series it's like cool there they are marriage is breaking down what yeah. do they do fbi office having the whiskey in the yeah. top drawer like you know <laughs> every every show almost yeah. is just like literally re-imprinting that toxic side of the matrix. Yes. And, you know, I can watch it and see it and be self-aware of it. I'm mm -hmm. like, sure, guys, mm -hmm. like I don't drop into that now. But yeah. like everywhere, whether it's a teenage dramas, whether it's like, you know, every single time, yep, relationships broken down or yeah. it's on the rocks, I'll go hit the rocks in this context. Yeah. You know, like having your swig from your whiskey mm -hmm. or your top drawer. And it's just like, again, like there's so, there's such deep, 1% imprinting that are really thriving in the system. Mm -hmm. But we have to understand that we are absorbing that information as food and energy and awareness. Mm -hmm. And if we're not self-aware that where we're taking ourselves down those cycles, mm -hmm. then you're just going to reach for the next bigger hit to get you up. You know, Absolutely. there's only a certain amount of time where that pot will do or that drinking will do, and then you'll reach for the next bigger mm -hmm. thing. And then it that hole gets so deep. Escalates, but yeah. like, you know, we can stop it much earlier. We can stop mm. the car at the top of the hill mm -hmm. instead of being standing I, at the bottom, I right? I fucking know, man. <laughs> <laughs> like we just, well, honestly, do you know what? To be honest, it feels like in this country, not only are we the ambulance at the bottom, we're just standing there at the bottom yep. waiting. <laughs> by, by, like not even groups. fucking doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, cool. Yeah, we've just normalized like suicide so much and like mental health and not doing anything about it. And I, I'm not saying that as a story. I'm saying that that's a fucking truth, but we're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Like that is, that is something that is happening. And I'm just like, at what point do we go, this is a fucking epidemic. Mm, mm. Like the this, true epidemic, yeah, right? This not, is the true fucking one. epidemic, <laughs> yeah. you know, and we're sitting around and we're not even looking at the fact that what has happened in the last couple of years has put more stress on us like this even the social aspect of disconnect if you've already had someone coming in who 
is feeling um, those abandonment issues, that the lack of connection, all those things. And then they've been socially separated, divided. You know, fear has been this umbrella for them. It's fed them. And so I'm like, so we should be doing even more than we've ever done. <laughs> you know, it's it's just, yeah, it has to be different. And, and when you were speaking before, like when it comes to like partnership, and like you, I loved you the way you spoke about how we're born. Like my full 100% belief is we're born love. Mm. We're born as love. And I spent 10 years in education, right? And I've, I spent a lot of time working with children, predominantly under five-year-olds, and then youth mental health stuff. And we're, we are love. We're born love. And I know that. And and also the past life stuff and all that is, that is sitting there. But we have all lived in a state where we knew that we are worthy of being looked after as babies. Babies know. I'm worthy of being looked after. Mm. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of like all of the things that I need. And then we become toddlers and we're fucking free. Mm. We're free to express ourselves, to be in our authenticity. You know, you see toddlers and they fucking just roll around on the ground. And singing dirt, away. Singing <laughs> away, you know. So what I love saying to people is in this journey, we're going home. We're, we're remembering states we've, we've been in a state of love, you know, where it's just like, of course, like I'm going to receive hugs from people or whatever it is, because that's an actual state. And then the things have come on top and told us different. But when we, when we really let it be our truth that we are love, we are love. And I'm going to continue to do the things radically to take responsibility for my self-care and my wellness around that. When we come into partnership, we're a whole fucking being mm. and that love and affection comes from an overflow. It's an overflow. So if a cycle has finished in a partnership, it's not this sense of nothingness or aloneness or rejection or failure. Sure. We still need to grieve because <clears throat> we've seen a life with someone, you know, and I think it's, we're not taught how to grieve enough as a society going through all of the sadness and the denial and the rage and all those things that come from it. And especially when it comes to relationships and partnership, yeah. like grief for it, but go like beautiful. That was lessons for me. Mm. Like that connection, there were lessons that brought me sometimes really triggering ones that we have to be in, but going, and I am always enough. Yeah. Like I am my whole self mm -hmm. and I truly, I truly don't think you can come into divine union without people that have that as a foundation, always working, no perfect version of a person, always an evolution, but that foundation of I, I'm going to take radical responsibility for showing up as a whole being doing the stuff for me that I need to do showing up for you, learning about you, you know, like having experiences with you, but I don't need you. I want you. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. the power of that and connection changes everything. It's interesting, hey, because the the emotional, like for me, I think um, something that's really heavily kept this separated and out of balance is we've been striving for intellectual intelligence, mm. but I come in with emotional intelligence. Mm. And that meant that I never fitted into a system. It meant that schooling was always hard. Yeah. Social but groups were always hard. Like education system's fucked anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah. you know, again, this is, um, you know, I'm right into yeah. my interstellar stuff. Like I love mm. quantum therapy and past vibration and off-planet regressions and everything. Mm. And, you know, when I hear and listen to regressions and have my own regressions, regressions with my clients where they've got to the future, like we're talking 
thousands of thousands of years in the future, mm-hmm. I'm like, we can no longer reproduce because we lost our emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Or like you hear about the Isasani or the gray hybrids or anything. Mm-hmm. That's why some of the hybrid species had to come into yeah. formation is because they lost the ability to even emotional reproduce. Case. Yeah. And then they become androgynous. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, so mm-hmm. some of the guides and the helpers that this is mm-hmm. a little bit off topic, but mm-hmm. some of the guides and the helpers that even these sensitive guys, these yeah. guys out there that are really fucking tuned in like light workers yeah. and star uh-huh. seeds that have chosen heavy lineage lines. But sometimes from that outside high vibrational perspective, you don't know mm. how dense this emotional experience in the spectrum of this earth experience. It's so fucking dense. Yeah. It's so dense. The when color we palette, be, right? When we can be okay with that, right? Yeah, we can. Like when we can be okay. I remember um, maybe a couple of months ago, I was listening to um, Leaders to Astasi by Rebecca Campbell, cool. like audiobook, and just talking about it. I was in this thing of like, this just feels so fucking heavy right now. Like, fuck, it feels heavy. But I was in this like, fuck this. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want to be here. <laughs> Not in a like suicide away, but just like a witness thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like running and shit. And then, and then I, the way she spoke into it was so beautiful and I I remember thinking can I be okay with the density like can I be okay with being in a physical body that doesn't always do what I want it to sometimes can I be okay with external things happening outside of my control that are gonna fuck with my life sometimes that's just what life is can I be okay with discomfort Mm. how much okay can I be with it how much can I find peace and chaos instead of that disassociation right yeah and i think it's that going yeah this this shit it is heavy this stuff that happens like we humans we fuck up you know but can we be okay with that welcome to planet Earth. <laughs> exactly <laughs> the melt- you chose but, this bitch but, but it is a melting it's a melting pot right it's a melting yeah. pot of like again like these themes that we're working mm. through on an earth-based level, mm. these are interstellar themes. Yeah. Like there has been the Orion Wars. They mm. went on for mm. over 3 million mm. years and we're like hearing a blip of like, <laughs> holy crap, there's something hit the planet for two years and we're like freaking out. But, you know, that's why I do love learning. Like um, I'm really passionate about understanding like the multidimensional realms and yeah. understanding, you know, that this physical body is just a, a vehicle for mm-hmm. us to experience it in. But on a soul level, mm-hmm. you know, we've got so much more power. And I wish, as whether it's female or male, mm-hmm. empowerment, um, self-love, inner trust, and tapping into that guidance. Those are some of the biggest energetic keys that mm-hmm. I think I hold on a soul level and with the kind of ancestral connection. But it's like, fuck, it's activating, man. When you get in the catalyst of that space and you call in those ancestors, like... And you feel this rush of love mm. and energy and that person just starts crying because they're there saying you are enough, you're beautiful, you're okay, we're here supporting you instead of you feeling like alone oh. and like you want to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Like that reconnection is what something I'm really passionate about yeah. because we've fucking forgotten how infinitely powerful we are and we've been kept under this blanket of this de- repression. Yeah, And so like the last two years of showing us without mentioning names of it, it's like the positive thing was there were so many fucking seedy circles and trafficking rings and child pornography uh-huh. rings and that had to come out. It like those to. people had to come into like being persecuted and like, yeah. you know, or like, you know, even brought forward to their own sins that yeah. they're responsible for. But and again, for everyone to see it again, you know, I think it's been so easy for us to, as a society for so long, be like, oh, well, look at that. I'm just going to fucking turn the other way. Yep. And it's like, well, do you know what? We can't do that. Our evolution cannot be denial anymore. And do you know what? Yeah, we're going to show it to you. Here's the fucking most brutal shit that is happening in the world right now. Mm. Again, 
Can you be okay with it? Mm. You have to be okay with it. The shadow's in us, the shadow's out there in order to like move forward. And I think that it's that, that it is, it's the escaping of, of the shadows and that stuff. And it just, you can't, you can't sustain it. Mm -hmm. No, it's a self-depleting cycle, right? (laughs) So that's the same within ourselves. We have Mm. to understand if energy is always in the cycle, like, you know, we have to start with self first because Mm. that's all we truly have control over. Mm -hmm. But Excuse me. Mm. But if we do understand and look at our life, like I do something like with my clients called like the energy wheel, mm. where I'm like, cool, use this, mark these quadrants, how much energy are you losing or burning in these yeah. different areas of your life? Or you can adapt that wheel to like self-love. Yeah. Where are you giving, like, is it fitness? Is it health? Is it meditation? Are you, have you got any incoming energy coming back into the bucket? And so that's what I realized, I guess my life taught me through my health journey of like that decade of my twenties that was mm. like, all sorts, man, like bleeding stomach, bleeding bowel, chronic fatigue, like glandular fever, all of the shit. And I'm like, okay, what is my body really showing me? Like my whole journey taught me that we're disconnected from our emotional guidance system. We're disconnected from listening and tapping into what the body's communicating. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it is super easy, right? Like when you get, when you know, or you can start to tune into your intuitive gifts and you practice them, then all of a sudden it doesn't matter whether you fuck are in the world that get those gifts work anywhere anywhere <laughs> and not only do they work anywhere like they work over distance because mm-hmm. that person is their greatest creator mm-hmm. and you're just showing them the doorway into what is already present in them yeah like you know that love that that higher spiritual connection mm-hmm. that infinite connection but what's pinched it off mm-hmm. like where have we been pinched off is it trauma is it ancestral beliefs mm-hmm. is it parenting and dysfunctional words, household yeah. violence mm-hmm. gangs whatever it might be mm-hmm. You know, I think the quicker we can plug those holes Mm -hmm. or step out of those, even if it means stepping into the unknown, which is fearful, Mm -hmm. um, it's fucking rewarding, eh? Yeah. Like fear is like the number one thing that we've been conditioned and programmed with. But it is also like people say, hey, I've been I've been watching Instagram for like two years now. And the fear of the unknown is what stopped me coming in. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, (laughs) like. Two years has passed and I'm like, okay, so from two years ago, what's happened since then? Oh, another two boyfriends that cheated on me and left me. You know, that kind of, yeah, like all the suicidal thoughts. I'm like, you know, really, it it really kind of um, challenges the heart sometimes when you're working with these clients, but Mm. you're just like, now's good guys. Mm -hmm. Like you said, like we're the same just fuck you listen you don't know why you're here you've turned up you're like i've never meditated before in my life and i don't know why i'm here and it's like thank you thank you totally like for saying yes to you because that's all you did is you gave yourself the permission slip Mm -hmm. you had the curiosity Mm -hmm. so again for anyone in the hole right now Mm -hmm. or wanting change or wanting relationship dynamic shifts Mm -hmm. Say yes. Say yes. You're like, not supposed to do it alone. Because if you had it sorted within yourself, yeah. you would already be in a bit yeah. different position. Yeah. So come learn about the tools and come try a breath work, come mm. whatever it might be, or try a group or mm. try a container of both male and female energies. Yeah. And, you know, just be curious. Like, because at the end of the day, we, it's, we do get stuck. To lose, we're fucking right? human. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, it wasn't that long ago we were living in villages. I keep reminding people of this. Mm. Like, it wasn't that long ago we had each other. We bled together. We raised mm. our children together. We hunted together. We were together through all of it. We grieved together. It was, a, oh, that gives me shivers. You know, it was this humming, like, union in that. Mm. And that was taken away from us. And so, of course, it feels so 
fucked up to feel alone because you're not supposed to be alone. Mm. You know, there's definitely something to be said for like having the skills to be able to be independent. That's totally different to like doing the hard shit fucking alone. Mm. You know, I know, and it's beautiful. And you would have this too, like as a facilitator, fuck yes, I have people hold me in space. Mm, mm. Fuck yes, I do. <laughs> you know, and and hold me in different ways, whether it's in friendships, with modalities, you know, and, and intimacy. Mm. Like, yes, I know that I also need to be held in spaces. Like, that, that is the power of it. With all, I know all the things. Like, we can do all the practices that we know, and we're not meant to do it alone. Mm. That is a big, um, that's, I guess, another layer of that disconnection. And I was reflecting with Gemma on Sunday about mm. it as well, is... Many people, like at the moment, there's a little bit of a spiritual trap coming up as well, mm. or even, it's not even spiritual, it's a growth education trap, yeah. where people are consuming, consuming, consuming education online courses. Most of them don't take it to completion, mm-hmm. but more importantly, most of them don't embody it. And have, like They get the knowledge, but they don't have the wisdom to embody it. And so, you know, I've found myself really, sim- like one of my greatest, I guess, things I uncovered was to simplify my life as a male energy or even male or female, simplify, work out where that energy is bleeding, work out where you can replace some of that overwork, Mm. overwhelm with self-love, self-care, nurturing, get the balance right. And then everything like your mental state, your emotional state, your physical body, dis-ease and ailments, Mm -hmm. it will all naturally balance if Mm -hmm. you give it ocean, swims, nature, you know, um, beautiful healing modalities Mm -hmm. and cacao here and there, Mm -hmm. like, you know, our bodies are miraculous. Yes. But stop believing that a miracle is just something that happens really and understand that we already are that. Mm-hmm. Let's change that whole belief system and cycle that we already are from that source. We are the creators. We just are our God consciousness energy. Yeah. Remember that fucking experience. <laughs> and so sometimes, you know, it might take a breath work or a Reiki session or a regression. <laughs> But once you remember, yeah, even if it's a snippet of like, I've had more than one lifetime. Yeah. Like, it's what? like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's sort of noticed energetically, even if the mental integration take, might take a few weeks yeah. or sometimes a few months. Or Gemma was still saying that her expansion from the first session, she's still three years later and it's still yeah. giving. Yeah. And so, you know, there is no time in how it rolls out. But man, it's like once you get a little bit of a sniff of the mm. good stuff, mm. like the I am that and I am worthy and i am love and i don't believe that this life is meant to be just fucking hard and out to get me like you know because it can feel really lonely hey yeah when you're in those pits Mm. of um you know especially with male health because it's not it's it's not tough enough to ask for help it's not tough enough to you know you're not masculine enough if you reach out and say oh fuck i just need to cry yeah you know but it's like if we give ourselves permission that Mm -hmm. permission slip Mm-hmm. it's energetic it's emotional mm-hmm. um you know that it can shift really quickly mm-hmm. eh like man's the instant instant healings can happen yeah absolutely and do happen every miracles day miracles are real yeah <laughs> they're so fucking real like inside of mm. us what we can see i mean nature is a fucking miracle in itself um there's something i wanted to speak into when you were yeah. speaking about like that internal guidance system and over the last year i have really really integrated and full embodiment of the fact I believe that pleasure is a healing modality and I also believe that our pleasure body can be a very vital internal guidance system so a lot of the work that I do that I've experienced in myself and that I support other people in it's 
using the body like that, but like allowing sensation, you know, mm-hmm. allowing um, pleasure as a healing tool. And I say to people now, I, I just listen to my body and it won't be like an orgasm, but it'll be like sensations within my body. And that'll be for like going to see a friend. It'll be going to an event, holding a thing. I literally go, I listen to my body and it tells me so much trust and that's been over time but pleasure for me has been a connection to body and internal guidance system that I have not experienced from anything else and when you look at how sexuality and pleasure especially with our men like the idea of that they've been robbed of part of that intuition which is like that feminine intuition right which is through like intimacy and through like their own self-pleasure or whatever it is it's sitting there like as this tool again like breathwork free (laughs) have it all the time you know as a healing modality going consciously into like pleasure as a as a healing tool it's drastic and it's interesting because when you look at us as holistic beings say the mental health conversation, like we're kind of having it, it's sort of happening, not enough, but it's sort of happening. The sexual health conversation, because that's us as a holistic beings, our sexual wellness, there is, there's still so much taboo on it. Like, so I have a podcast, sexual wellness podcast, and like our YouTube got taken down, not even notifying us, didn't have um, any imagery, it was just the audio, and it was literally educating people on sexual wellness. It's like, how fucked up is that? We're educating people, and yet look at the uh, video clips. It is so derogatory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at the <clears throat> themes that are coming through, and all of, and the movies and everything. And it's it's definitely an avenue, like for our men. And I'm so big on advocating for them exploring with curiosity um, and that connection to that sexual energy, yeah. which is such a potent way for them to come into the warrior energy, right? real sacred um, embodiment of of pleasure and sexual energy as a tool for guidance, as a tool for intimacy. Like, you know, the men I've been held with that are so in tune with their own selves. And this is quite, uh, I say that this is people that you would think are very like highly masculine. I'm doing the little things again with my fingers. Parentheses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the word. <laughs> quote, unquote. <laughs> quote, unquote. <laughs> the bigger thing. We'll just make an exciting noise. Like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know, like on the, on what people's perception of them would be like, oh, they're fucking real men. You know, like that, that perception of, of what society would see. These are men that like the way that they can hold, you know, the feminine, I have broken down in tears. Last night I broke down in tears like an intimacy. Mm. Like I'll break down because it's when we can feel that safety and that softness by the masculine. And I think there are so many women that are craving this and they have to take radical responsibility to allow themselves to be held and soften in the first place. But then honestly, there is a gift in that that I, I think we're missing. I think a lot of people are missing the beauty and potency and conscious. I, pleasure I always say is for you too, you too like it's I think pleasure for everyone individually and then when we come into union and intimacy like what we can learn and discover about ourselves and that when we let go of the shame you know and we let go of any of those things of what sex is even supposed to look like mm. and just allow ourselves to drop into it there's there's so much healing there yeah yeah and um again like coming back to the the masculine side of this well like both sides the like <laughs> has so many clients that are like, oh, I want my partner to be more communicative. I want my partner to be more emotionally available. 
And, you know, then they'll come in and they've got all of these heart walls. They've got all of the sacral blocks. Like, they're not connected to themselves. Mm -hmm. And then they're wanting and looking outside for this person to fulfill. And, again, it's a bit of a divine feminine wound running that traditional role model of that partner should be the one to support you and be your love bomb Mm -hmm. and be all of those things. And then as soon as that's gone, then the jealousy, then the cattiness, then the drinking fight start. Like, you know, there's some toxic fucking divine feminine patterns and energy. Like you go into town and you just like See you it. just mm-hmm. drive past and it's just like holy Oof, crap. Yeah. But um, you know, on the masculine side, like related to the sexuality mm-hmm. in there, there's so much um religious mm-hmm. conditioning and cultural conditioning. And we talked a little bit before about like even those vices like pornography and stuff like that. Like even as the masculine on the masculine energy, a lot of that's fucked it up for us guys anyway. Yeah. It's not taught us that we can be these multi-sensual beings it's just like most of those dudes are like fucking like one in a million mm-hmm. like and they're popping fucking pills left right and yeah, center they are. Like, they've had surgery they've got makeup on all and they're treating things. like the chicks like shit yeah they're both objectifying both sides yep. like and just even like that whole again it's that top one percent of control mm that needed to come out of the shadow side. They're making billions and trillions of dollars Mm -hmm. every year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just want to say for like the guys, like, I mean, you know, I talked about some clients that I've had through like in this last week, Mm. how there's guys that have created toxic masculine energies like that, you know, uncles sexually abusing them and uncles shifting them homosexual porn and or fathers having, you know, or even me like having access to porn from like ex father in laws Mm -hmm. and stuff like that by the crate full. And it's just like, I look back now and I'm like, sorry to that partner. Like literally (laughs) I'm live now. Sorry to that person. If you ever hear this, Mm. but I realized that, you know, when you are young growing up as a male energy, you look up to those older masculine energies for role modeling. Yeah. And if they're fucked up and in dysfunctional relationships or drinking too much or have massive fucking porn stashes because they're so fucking unhappy and disconnected, like, you know, they go under like the religious front and then they'll go treat their partners like shit, Mm -hmm. you know, like, or like it's, it's both sides, right? We have Mm -hmm. to understand that like this has really wounded both sides of this equation. It's not just the chicks that are like, oh, I'm not that porn star. Like the dudes feel that way as well. Like the guys feel emasculated Mm -hmm. because they don't look like that or they don't maintain that erection or that 10-hour fucking Mm -hmm. thrashing Mm -hmm. session. Like, you know, it's just like it's really messed all of us up. And we need to understand that our pleasure and our ability to tap mm. into that sensuality and those emotional body layers, Mm. that will only come through safety and trust. Yeah vulnerability can only happen when the energetics of that space are created with that partner and through open communications mm-hmm. like bringing something forward and saying hey is it okay if we try this yeah you know communicating about absolutely. it absolutely and if the partner comes back with judgment and shame then well there's something else broken in that relationship yeah because yeah. i experienced yeah, it's not about the thing you just brought up there's a whole ex- other thing going i experienced on. that as well where i was like i started yeah. to notice these desires and things that i would love to try or to yeah expand out of that shame guilt and judgment even for my own body like i didn't accept my own body for mm. fucking like over 30 years mm. and as you start to come out of that you realize that there's still going to be those mirrors of that partner still projecting judgment shame and guilt because you've still got that aspect inside of you, you that yeah. still holds the wound mm. but yeah when i met tammy it was fucking way different man mm. there was just so much clearing and healing and so many raw triggers that really sparked deeper longing within me but then those seeds are all planted, but it just comes to a phase on your track and it's like, mm. bam, mm-hmm. now it's good. Mm-hmm. Everything you've worked towards, everything that you've done as a shadow work and those deeper dives, 
it was all worth it. Absolutely. And it comes to fruition and you're fucking... <laughs> <laughs> excuse the flashing lights and the, and the field starts coming and you're you know you start getting the harvest and it's like yeah. wow sometimes things do take a little bit or sometimes you do need to step away from these groups or friendships or relationships yes. in order to get in the flow because you can't <clears throat> move forward and have these deep soul levels of desire but stay clinging to the stay old rock of identity stories. right yeah the stream's going past and you're clinging to yeah. it but it's fucking tiring. And you're you get, blocking. Mm. You're, you're, you're blocking like energy. You know, we work with energy. It's like every time you move away from whether it's a friendship or a job or an experience, you're creating more space. Yeah. And what that space wants to be created. And you're like, oh, no, no, I can't let go. And you're like, but it's fucking right here. Like the things, the experiences, the enlightenment, it's just, and, and again, it's, I think that it comes down to grief, right? Like we're not, we haven't been taught a lot as society to just grieve and trust, have faith. Mm. just have faith that everything is working out yep. as it's meant to. Because again, faith um, culturally is just like, oh, that's religion. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, that's a god. Like, you know, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah. Like, um, you know, because again, that's been bastardized. Absolutely. It's been fucking distorted, mm -hmm. like sexuality, mm -hmm. fully distorted through religion and like the Bible and all what the true meaning of it was. Yeah. Our ability to tune into our own guidance system. The fact that we're a master creator. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that we have an intuitive emotional guidance system. Yeah. Like all of these things have been kept from us. Yeah. But that learning experience mm -hmm. for our collective humanity has now come to an end through that Piscean age. Yeah. So now we are in the age of Aquarius and we have been yep. for a few years, hence the shifts mm -hmm. and the speeding up of the mm -hmm. river of consciousness, the awakening of people, like at really young ages too. Like, Yo, fuck yes. You know, like really <laughs> six, eight-year-old, 12-year-old, like. Yeah, my uh, my seven-year-old son had a conversation with me about reincarnation the other night. Cool. He's like, he's like, mom, do you remember when you came in as a shooting star? I was like, I don't really remember that bit, honey. I remember some stuff before that. He's like, yeah, and he's like, I remember. And then he's like, you know, yeah, he's like, next time I might be an elephant. Or like he was, and this has just come from like him, him listening to him. Mm. And obviously we can be space holders with our young people and everything like that, but it's teaching them to trust and have faith in their own mm. selves, right? And then that's when they remember. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and so is it like, it's just like triggering off like that cool wound of what stops us or blocks mm. us from opening up into those spaces, whether it's from your side of holding, you know, the sacred sexuality or yeah. somatic sexology, which is really coming up now, yeah. um, or just even having, trying to re-spark passion, love and intimacy in a relationship. Mm. Like it's that real core vulnerability wound um, or, the, or where we have had our own trust and our own emotional guidance system eroded fully. Yeah. Like it can be just a hover parent mm -hmm. or a dominating father male energy on the masculine side mm -hmm. or abandoning mum energy on the female mm -hmm. side. But it's enough to erode our trust within ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas like, ourselves. you know, even now, like, you know, we used to just get left to it. Cool, go off on your BMX. Mm -hmm. We might see you later after dinner, nine mm -hmm. o'clock at night. We'll just be burning around the roundabout like 12 times or riding the streets. And our parents just trusted us that, Hopefully the three boys make it home. You <laughs> yeah. know, like you know, someone's looking out for someone else. Whereas yeah. now we're on this kind of like instant oh, gratification, eat, um, instant like messaging, like where are you? Can I stalk you on Snapchat? I know, Can I do it's this? So fucked up. You know, I found even myself getting caught in you know some of those old cycles of insecurity. But I'm like, no, I don't want to erode my son's trust. Mm -hmm. I don't want to erode his guidance system, even if it means he goes and makes some fuck ups. Or Allow them to be the, sovereign. The Give like, them their sovereignty, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, not only that, they'll realize, because I always had this idea in my soul that was like, 
fail fast. Make mistakes quick. Yeah. Like, and at least get the learning. But, <laughs> Scorpio, fuck yeah, it up. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like, there was power in there. But it's totally. like, if you do make mistakes, but then you have a really judgmental, critical masculine energy yeah. punishing you for that mistake, yeah. then it fucking Shame doubles guilt. down. You get stuck in the negative side of that shadow cycle. Mm. Not the like, yeah, I just had that learning experience. I might have yeah. fucked that up or not put my wheel on my bike properly. Yeah. And I fell off. Or, <laughs> but you learn fast. And that's yeah. what I learned fast. Mm. So when I got out of home, I believe that I did learn quickly mm. um, as to what was not serving me in terms mm. of that judgment related to, f- like, there is no such thing as failure for me. No. Nah. There's just learning. Yeah. There is totally. no good and bad. Mm. On the soul level, it's just like, cool, how All was that experience? Yeah. How did that feel <laughs> yeah. to be repressed? How did that feel yeah. to have home? Oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so, you know, experience mm. is everything. It's what we're here for. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Where do you feel this convo is going now? I have a really beautiful story um, that was told to me a couple of nights ago and it's so perfect. This conversation, it's a real thing that happened. It was a real experience that happened and it goes to show the power of love over fear. Mm -hmm. And it shows the power of how we as the feminine can hold the masculine. Okay. So, um, someone that I know was training under um, someone who also runs workshops in New York City. And the workshops are around how much can you stay in your peace and amongst turmoil. So uh, they were dropping into spaces. Everyone in the in the workshops are dropping into spaces of, you know, coming into meditation and, and, st- and being in their peace bubble. And then it was like there would be degradation or like things would be coming in at them externally and they were being trained to be able to stay in their peace and amongst chaos and just stay in their love with lots of external things happening outside. One of the ladies that was doing this workshop was walking to a class, this class one evening through Central Park and she was attacked and a man grabbed her, pulled her into the bushes yeah. at knife point, started ripping off her clothes, was um, totally erratic. His eyes were just all over the place. She stopped, looked him in the eyes and said, it's okay, I love you. Mm. Just like that, he snapped out. Yeah. He fully dropped, everything did, and he was human again. He wasn't there. He, he lost and he said to her, he broke down in tears. And he said, nobody has ever said that to me my whole life. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where that 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 story is so beautiful. And Power it's a, such a clear it, yeah. example of we always act out and project our, our wounds. Mm-hmm. Like anything that we're doing or stuck in as a mm-hmm. cycle that's triggering us or mm-hmm. creating disharmony or disconnection, mm-hmm. it truly is just we need to just get the seed of, the, yeah. of where the trauma started, right? Yeah. And, and it's like the power of course, you know, mm. like, of course, that's where it was. Of course he needed love. Mm. Like, of course, that's what it was right in that moment. You know, and then he even said to her, he's like, oh, it's a, he said, you know, it's not a very safe part of town. I'll walk you to your class. Mm. He'd come back into his humanness. You know, she brought him back. They stayed in touch. Like they like, they stayed in touch. And then he did all this work on himself and he wasn't a rapist anymore. You know, and it's that, that real power of being able to see like, I am you, you are me. Mm. Like your fear is my fear. Your heart is my heart. Like we're in this experience together. Mm. And so, you know, showing up and this is where we have to move away from the blame and the shame with our men in this country. You know, they're, they're the abusers. They're this, they're that. Like statistically, a lot of the time, yes. You know, statistically, like most of my friends have all been sexually assaulted by men. Mm. Yes. And where's that coming from? Mm. Like that's coming from wounding. That's coming from lack of self-worth and and love and feeling 
like they want to have power and all of these things. So let's fucking address that with love, Mm -hmm. you know, with compassion, with those things, bringing in the tools. Otherwise we're in the same cycles. Yeah. And it's interesting just about that example, like say sexual abuse or all your friends, like, you know, it's pretty raw to talk about it, but it's like, but on the female side, like what were we feeling inside ladies? Mm. Were we having self love? Were we looking for outside validation? Did we wear next to no clothes? Like, fully brought it do, in. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. both sides have this responsibility Absolutely. because it's always going to be a mirror of co creation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of the times, like when, again, when we regress into the inner child or even some mm-hmm. past lives of like prostitution past mm-hmm. lives, and that, like, you know, they might be two or three lifetimes ago as a prostitute mm-hmm. or they might be the brothel owner. Like, mm-hmm. I've had some wicked regressions where, the female might have like say had three lots of sexual abuse before 19. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, that's a strong cycle. And then we go back three lifetimes ago. They're the male running the brothel, mm-hmm. treating the females like shit. And there's a karmic rebalance. Here they are. How does it feel? Absolutely. What does it feel like? But yep. you know, if we only believe or we go along with the belief that we're just a singular lifetime and that's all it is and mm-hmm. that fear and that kind of limitation mm. you don't get to the goods man or everything happens to me yeah right <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like, yeah. Like everything is for you through you for you you yeah. know yeah so even yeah. explaining that when like even if people have not even heard of regression work yeah. or you know past lives or whatever mm. i say to them like not everything is what it seems like and i'm here with you holding the space of compassion mm. and you've got to navigate it quite carefully sometimes because yeah. you don't want to like just say oh it's your fault you're a victim yeah but the truth is like man some of the some of the times when the cycle is really deep or really challenging mm-hmm. and hurtful it is literally because they have done or been a role in a previous or parallel yeah. experience mm-hmm. where they are the opposite and they are experiencing mm-hmm. opposite side of the control or the gender pole or whatever it might be mm-hmm. and here we are as a soul what's the other side of the coin like oh, fuck, that's what it feels like to feel like absolutely no control over my body or my Mm. sexuality Mm. or to have no voice or be strangled. Mm. You know, like um, I find that fascinating Mm. on a soul level, even that soul contract, I would call it, that that lady experience. That's no accident, man. No. Like the timing, the synchronicities, (laughs) the places, it's just like, (laughs) you know, and I'm sure even now in modern society that place is probably full of cameras left, right and centre. So for that to happen and for that healing to happen, I have personally experienced so many miracles in my sessions, even with like say entity positions and stuff mm-hmm. where they've got a contract. And as mm. soon as they show love and appreciation to that heavy, dense being that's known mm. a lot of trauma on their soul level, they might turn into one of their guides straight away. But you know, yeah, and it's like, so good. it's so the cool when you see alchemy. that. Yeah. yeah. Alchemy through love and acceptance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny, hey, because talking about this idea of love, I personally found also, and I think you'll resonate with it, or I feel you'll resonate as mm-hmm. well, is our ability to even understand or see or become aware of love mm-hmm. in our physical life is totally proportional to the amount of work that we do inside. So even 100%. my perception or even the <laughs> partnerships and that that I had before Tammy, yeah. I would not be doing the work that I'm doing. I, there's no way they would allow it. Like mm. the the jealousy or the insecurity or the vulnerability would have been way too raw. And I hadn't stepped into my full permission mm. slip either. So that was just a whole fucking twisted mirror going on. But like when we expand and do that in the work and realize you feel the energetics, right? Even the way you perceive forests or, I know. or the ocean or flowers <laughs> or is more beautiful. scents and yeah, smells, right? Like all of a sudden Everything. you're wanting to expand into your aromatherapy yeah. and like crystals and yeah. whatever it might be in your own way. But you, it's like you do truly start to see and lift out of the heavy denseness density that we're being caught in 
And so I'd like our listeners to know that mm. there is a density of layering that we're having on a physical world and even in our astral space, mm. that if we're in a low vibration and keeping ourselves in low friendship mm. group circles, like even for the guys, if you're hanging around with a bunch of guys that are all in their ego and just mistreating male or female energy, like take some responsibility take and some fucking action, man. Like mm-hmm. step out of the toxic shit that's keeping you stuck in the programs and cycles and understand that your closest five energies and friendships will determine how you are operating on that frequency as well. Mm-hmm. They will be holding you down. So sometimes we need, we've got to let go. Not sometimes, all the fucking time. All the time. We've got to let, let go, go and become self-aware. Space. And yeah. Yeah. You know, because we can't yeah. expect change. We can't ex- like people camp and say, yet yeah, one day when I've got that much money or one day when I get like, you know, when I find a partner, it's just like, well, be the love for yourself right now. Give yourself yeah. that permission slip to be loved uh-huh. and take yourself on a, out on a cinema date or yeah. a, to dinner by yourself. Yeah. Like, so that's what I started. Show it the felt, universe how it is to love you yeah. and then it will be matched. <laughs> it feels really vulnerable to do that. Like I just remember yeah. like it was a cool moment at 33 when I stopped mm-hmm. the second wedding, had a second unplanned child on the way, chose the abortion, mm-hmm. quit my job. Like everything had to fucking say goodbye. Like the universe was just saying, you cannot hold on to these limiting beliefs and this big blanket of ways of being if you're going to become this next version, which I had no idea at the time what that was going to be. (laughs) But so it was, We have to surrender and have faith, right? Yeah. Go, I know there's something more. Like I know it's out there, but having that faith. I think there's something that we have to go through in that taking radical responsibility for self too. Because in that process of taking radical responsibility for our lives, we have to look at the times that we've failed ourselves Mm. and then it transmutes into the most empowering thing we can possibly integrate. How fucking empowering to know that you are the creator of your own life. Mm, everything mm. is everything you're seeing is a reflection of you but you have to go through that acceptance of all the versions of yourself you've ever been that has fucked it up (laughs) and i think that's the resistance people like oh no i don't want to believe that i'm the one that gets to control this because then i have to look at the ways that i've been i've played my parts so yeah but once you get past that you create a miraculous life that is full of incredible experiences and you get to like awaken your soul mm. <laughs> it's, it's super interesting eh? leading like and intertwined within this because it's like um you know i'm sure at times when you were in your darker shadow aspects why people get stuck in this like unhealthiness and the suicidal kind of thoughts and yeah. depression is literally because of their immense shame guilt and judgment or fear of criticism from yeah. the outside but if we just have the courage to just blurt it out, whether it's in a group, whether it's on a potty, whether it's mm-hmm. on Instagram, once you release it and let it fly, oh, what like fucking it. energy does oh. anyone have over you, right? Yeah. It's like their own fear of judgment and guilt and shame, or if we've been conditioned to think that way. Once you let it out and you're honest with yourself, mm. even in my relationships, I noticed the biggest handbrake mm. to relationship stepping into that next level was literally because one or both partners were not willing to accept (laughs) and take some responsibility and ownership for what the fuck they've done and then they go to counseling let's talk about who's responsible you know and then they just talk about it and then come out with more fucking fuel on the fire right so it's just Mm. like there's it really is like once we let that old energy go Mm. or close off that old cycle or door 
and say, do you know what? There must be better out there. Mm-hmm. I know there is on a soul level. There, there must be is. something that's here. You that's, all can mm-hmm. feel it. Like you can let yeah. yourself feel it. I think like let ourselves mm-hmm. feel for what else is possible. Like that phrase has been coming through so much recently and clients and my own stuff like, what else can be possible? Mm-hmm. Like surrender to the imagination of the universe because whatever you're thinking, it's better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what you seek is seeking you, yeah. right? So yeah. if we understand that core fundamental that we're the creator, yeah. the universe just has a yes mm-hmm. and and whatever we believe is going to keep mm-hmm. coming back to us. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this, we've got to keep it on a daily, like, microdose level. Yeah. Keep coming back to the, cool, what can I learn in this moment? Mm-hmm. Or, like, what do I need to let go of? Mm-hmm. What am I still holding? Is that negative mm-hmm. chatter in my mind? Mm-hmm. Hello. And just keep recalibrating. Eh? And, yeah. and the faster you do it, they realize you realize that, cool, stream's flowing fast, yeah. but my canoe's in the river. And I'm paddling I'm with paddling. it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, with the current, not yeah. clinging, not against it, not clinging to the rock. <laughs> on the side, yeah. holding onto yeah. the fucking grass and trying to keep yeah. yourself there. Because it gets, it gets too heavy, man. Yeah, it does. It gets fucking heavy in relationships yeah. too, and that's mm. one of the core call signs when I feel like, okay, is a relationship got a shot? Yeah. Or is it literally like let go yeah. and let the let the canoe take you yeah you know like because fuck so many like i feel like there's so many endings of cycles happening within relationships so i don't many. know whether you've noticed many uh-huh. but it's like marriage is splitting and breaking so down like, many. Yeah. but it's not a negative thing <laughs> no, it's not. and i want to bring a positive spin it's yeah. just like again how can we say thank you so much for that experience or our beautiful children or whatever yeah. it might be because without you that never would have happened exactly. and yep we both need to take responsibility for what we've created, but yeah. forgiveness mm-hmm. of self and others. Mm-hmm. Um, because, man, we, we again, we can't move forward if we're holding on to mm-hmm. that bitterness and anger mm-hmm. and resentment. And it's that trust, right? Trust of, like, the cycles. I genuinely look at every ex-partner I've had or even ex-intimate partner, you know, we've gone into mm-hmm. an intimate space, um, exclusive intimate space. Every single one of them, every single one of them, I'm like, Yes, there was something there, like so much gratitude and love for it, like so much for the lessons that it brought, even like the really fucking toxic, fucked up one for when I was a teenager, you know, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's that's me and my shadow. I can look back at that and be like, that's possible within me. That's a part of me. Mm. Yep, that exists. You know, the way that I totally let myself be mistreated. Wow, like, fuck, send love to her. Yeah, and thank you, that relationship, for bringing in and going, like, if you choose to in your life, you could be that. Mm. That's mm. a part of you that you need to be okay with. Mm. And I think there's so – I hear it so much, and and I think for people that are, like, trying to find, like, that partner, you know, at, or something won't work out, and I'm always like, did you learn something? Mm. And they're like, yeah, and I'm like, well, it was exactly what it was meant to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, and there's no, again, that that whole paradigm and way of thinking. I was the married three kids white picket fence life, you know, and for a multitude of reasons, that was not where my happiness was or his really. Mm. <laughs> and I think it's going, when it comes to connection, sometimes things will be a couple of weeks, sometimes it'll be a couple of months, sometimes they'll be decades. It's just trusting that when people are being brought in, it's whatever they are, it's there for both of you. Mm. Surrender into what is there, show up for them, Mm. (laughs) show up for yourself. And that's in friendships as well, that's in family, it's in all of those things. I think so many people go like, oh, but it didn't work out, or it was a failure, or it was this, or I'm not friends with that person anymore. I was like, cool you finished a cycle together well you grew right yeah. like so many people are growing at a rapid rate totally. right now especially if they're showing up like mm-hmm. to any form of activations and mm-hmm. that and you know it's like i'm just honest i'm like when they leave it's like don't be surprised yeah if you get something frequency. really quickly yeah. like you know really quickly come up like i mean even like mm. specifically related to 
like feeling suicidal thoughts and yeah. cutting and self-harming and that yeah. like you know i'm thinking like really recently a couple of yeah. clients that have come through and like literally we've gone and done and done the work that they repressed yeah. we activated them cleared all the old emotion the energy brought forgiveness energetically into that experience yeah. brought them out of that experience and then bam they're like making a file with the police like not even a day or two later like and really reclaiming their power yeah. like fully and completely fuck. instead of staying back and i'm like yeah. fuck that didn't take time yeah that was just like yes opportunity mm-hmm. mirror mm-hmm. Yeah, this is how it's all working this is what's playing out this is what's possible um yeah there's the potentials yeah. are you ready to step into that next timeline yeah. and version of you this mm-hmm. version is free she loves herself she's connected yeah. she's connected to her body and feels safe mm-hmm. and then the partnerships increase in their connection as well yeah. So again, on that, um, we've kind of done this intimacy dance, <laughs> but on the intimacy, right? Like yeah. when we do do the inner work or we understand that there is these things that, that play that each partner must take responsibility mm-hmm. for, and we can start to learn new tools like mm-hmm. the somatic stuff mm-hmm. and the touch. And some people love sounds and mm-hmm. noise, like, you know, the sex love goop shows on Netflix. Like, you know, it's so fucking cool finally to see people putting it into the public space Absolutely. not just like you go to that dingy church religious yeah, group because like, you know, yeah. like, we're all having it as i say so much in my podcast i'm like we're all doing it like mm. everyone is having sex mm. like to put a shame label on something that everyone is doing is shaming everyone mm. how mm. the fuck does that serve us mm. yeah <sighs> Yeah, and our future. And our future, yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to have another whole potty on <laughs> yeah. on that one. Yeah. So related to um, like coming just fine finishing off our topic yeah. around like men's health and well being, and yeah. even like suicide prevention and stuff like that. Like, what's kind of like a parting <sighs> message that we could leave, or like with anyone listening, or even partners of someone that yeah. might be going through the struggle of shutting down and not being open or just not wanting to talk about things right because so many female energies are awakening and doing their work but they've got partners that they really want to bring on the journey yeah, with them but they can't control and make them mm-hmm. activate that part of them but mm-hmm. <clears throat> what message can we leave for the guys yeah to bring some power and love back home mm-hmm. in their worthiness and knowing that they're enough so that you know what would you I think I think the first message that comes through for when people are in, um, say, like a trauma state, and I say this to all of my clients, just lean into survival mode. It's okay to be in survival mode for periods of time mm. because I think so many people are then in those states of like just total fucked nervous system or they're there and they're like, I should be doing the thing. I should be doing the thing. I should be doing the thing. And I was like, it's okay for those periods of time. If you fucking got up this morning and you ate breakfast, celebrate the fuck out of it. Mm. Sometimes there are periods in our life where it's just getting through a day that we need to celebrate. I've had those days. I call them the kitchen floor days because I would cry on my kitchen floor a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And like getting up off the kitchen floor, you know, in amongst my children, solo parenting and my children around me and all the fucking guilt that was sitting there for I'm not showing up as a mum for them the way that I thought I would be. Like it's going, do you know what? You got up today. Celebrate that. And when we're in that period of time, just like eliminate as much as you possibly can the external stuff, like the sensory overload stuff, Mm. you know, like say no to things when you're in those periods of time, because that's your soul saying to you, right? There's some stuff we need to fucking move through right now. And if then you're like trying to show up and do the things and, and feeling all the guilt about things like you're not letting that process be getting around our people. You know, I, I used to talk about this with um, like family violence. You know, if you're hearing something happening next door, fucking do something about it. You know, if you have, if you're the people around our men who you know are in those states, do you want to either say something that you might be uncomfortable about or attend their funeral? Mm, mm. 
you have to lean into some discomfort because everyone in those environments can take responsibility. But if we're going to sit in the bit, they didn't ask for help. And I'll be like, but did you know that they weren't okay? Mm. And this isn't coming from a guilt place and like send love to anyone who is in that guilt place around it. But let's make a change now. Mm. You know, make a change now for our men and go like, I know they're not okay. And I might not know the ways, but let's reach out. Let's reach out to John. Let's reach out to Sharon. Let's yeah. reach out to people and go, fuck, I don't know what to do. What can we do? Get a fucking tribe around them. Mm. Like they need people around them. Whoever you need to do to call in and know that as if it's a relationship dynamic, it isn't just your responsibility because that that will fuck that'll fuck you up. You know, trying to be the person that's like fixing them or doing it. Get people around them. That is a solid guy thing, though, and I recognise yeah. that even within my own cycles, yeah. is my partners like love them to pieces, but they didn't want me going and getting support. Oh, like, okay, it was that like, fucking grinds me, man. It's like the like, more oh, that, like I would be like that, like that I had so many layers, so like even you know, like yeah. say separation anxiety of not yeah. being able to see my son for like multiple yeah. years, and then I get to the next part, and she's like. There, I'm three out of seven nights a week, probably just bawling in tears for like two hours yeah. because of this deep wound that's coming yeah. up that my son, I can't see him the way that I want to have access to him and that mm. sort of thing. And so many male energies are in that space right now where even the separation of like mm. families and that, Absolutely. the fucking kids are used as pawns mm -hmm. and they're deeply hurting. And it's really like, it's not in the highest and greatest good for the child no, to deny not. either parent. No. I mean, of course, if there's an extreme case of, like, say, violence or abuse yeah. or something like that, then that yes. That is the only time that yeah. it is okay. There's cases, <laughs> right? There's situations yeah. where, of course, in that child's well-being, that's yeah. not safe, and mm. therefore I'm not going to just hand them off mm. to that other partner. But there's mm. so many times where yeah. unapologetically, like, they will just do stupid shit because of the hurt on the adult level and then make it the kid's problem or mm -hmm. intoxicate the kids. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, I had to make courageous decisions to step away from things, even if it meant me as a dad splitting a family. Yeah, I had to say whatever I'm going to allow his, to persist is going to become his program and imprinting so, around relationships. Mm -hmm, so even on that level, it's like, fuck, I had to take responsibility when my son was two. Mm -hmm. And so, because I had already made the decision that this was not working for me before he came. But he was already three months through when we found out. Yeah. And it was like, okay, like, what the fuck? But then it was just like, it turned out to be the biggest blessing mm. that we did have him and even with that amazing partner because mm. there was things that we worked through on a soul level that if it was just a partner without a child, we would have spent, oh, yeah, Bye. on to the next one. Yeah, but because we had the link else. of a child, yeah, we, over a longer period of time, mm. had to work through these Scorpio to Scorpio mm -hmm. issues and challenges and where we had control dynamics and yeah. jealousy and, you know, so, but, man, there's some deep fucking wounds on the guy's side yeah. that we're carrying where if we're denied some of the access to our, our deepest gifts. Like sometimes our children might be the only gift that we feel like we have in our life in that moment. Mm. And if you're denied that because mm. of the control dynamics and the play and the mm. fucking like you chose to leave and you wounded me, mm. but it's like, well, sometimes we chose to leave because it was a really healthy decision. Right. And it doesn't even matter. You mm. never, it is never okay to use children mm. as a means for hurting another person like it's just never fucking okay it's unfair to everyone in yeah. that and it's like that we all have to take radical responsibility for that mm. you know it's sure they're going to learn their own trauma and they're going to have their own things and we've got to let them be sovereign but never is it fucking okay yeah life's going to give them enough of that yeah though, right? like let's <laughs> like let's not fucking load like another 20 layers <laughs> on because really yeah. that's so much of the work that we're doing yeah like all the way from like you know eight to like 80 years yeah. old like we work with 
the parents that have been in the relationship for 30 years and stayed in them and stayed mm-hmm. in the separate rooms and the no sex and no sexuality mm-hmm. and full heart disconnection, never having those eyes. I'm like, look where it fucking started. It was way back here mm-hmm. with mum and dad. And that's what that's I mean what about I really do want to be an advocate for that too. It's like sometimes staying with a partner is not the healthiest option ever for the kids. Like, (laughs) look at what's going on. If the dynamic's unhealthy, if you've tried and you've given it a good effort, like Mm -hmm. take responsibility, make the effort. But if you have tried over and over and nothing's shifted or one person's just dropped the ball and you're trying Mm -hmm. to do work, you do have to make conscious, self-empowered decisions Mm -hmm. to say, I'm imprinting my child right now up to probably the age of 10 years old before their frontal cortex develop. Mm -hmm. All they're doing is sponging. Mm -hmm. What am I showing them in their movie? Yeah. What am I showing them that love and connection is? Cool. Mum and dad are split. Mum and dad are sleeping in different rooms. Yeah. Mum and dad are like talking to each each other like shit or not. Like, you know, all of that matters. That is equally as important as you staying together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I am. I resent the term broken home with a fucking vengeance. Because my children have two beautiful homes. Mm, they mm. have three parents. My three children gained two siblings yeah, out of yeah, me totally. making a decision to leave my marriage. Yeah. You know, and it was exactly how you just described it. There were so many things, but it was this, I wanted to show them what love was. Mm. And I didn't think that that's what we were showing them. We're sorry, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> and so then I, then I went, I came out the other side and I was like, fuck, I have to show them what love is now from the way that I love myself mm. and the way that I then love them. And that is a greater gift than being in a partnership and thinking that they need to have a two-parent family in order for them to see love and connection. Mm. It's like, be that, show up as that. And I think that regardless of whether you're in a two-parent dynamic or not, that is our responsibility. Show them love through the way that you love yourself mm. and then through the partnership if that's what it is. You know, and it's like that. I I see so many, and it's actually so beautiful. I constantly have comments from people that see our co-parenting dynamic and are like, "It's so fucking cool." Yeah. You guys, and it's not perfect. You know, like there's there's things that always come up, but I think it's going. We've got fifty fifty care. Like he's a great dad, and I I never want to take anything away from him as a father. Um, but it's that thing of like, yeah, who's this for? What are you trying to save something? Like say, <laughs> save something for? <laughs> yeah. Because the moment that you have children, you are completely responsible for all of their programming, all of the patterning, all of that. That's what you are fucking responsible for. Mm. Like, so from that moment on, like they have to be more important than you wanting to have a perfect idea of something, you holding on to like a version of something that actually, if you're honest with yourself, doesn't exist. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and again, a lot of that is um, tied into that whole societal's beliefs of what is success like related mm. to the materialism yep. and you know like money and homes or mm-hmm. what we've accumulated mm-hmm. and it's like but none of that matters none of it your matters. home can be as big as fuck and as flash as fuck but if your 10 walls are filled with emptiness then mm. those homes become the most sad depressive shadow yeah. physical aspect of yourself like yeah. it's not connection a eh? and that's mm. um that's why sometimes starting at the bottom and like meeting love and relationships when you've got nothing, mm-hmm. it's like, cool, that person loves me for exactly who I am, mm-hmm. not what I'm going to accumulate <laughs> totally. with them. And then I'm just like, thanks universe. I needed to get this within myself, but <laughs> yeah. then I needed to attract and say, oh, like literally that was when I met Tammy. I had nothing. I had like yeah. a 10 grand tax bill, I think. And my car, my son, and I met my dad's at 36 next door. It. 
right so it's just like like yeah now you've seen me in my shadows and that's the thing when we allow ourselves to be in that right and that's that that vulnerability piece for a lot of our men it's like you want her to love you show up as your full self yeah she's responsible for holding it but if you want to be loved you've got to bring all of you yeah and even for the guys, like if you've if we've been in these dynamics of running those really strong masculine imprinting mm. programs, yeah. like don't be afraid. Like the judgment's real, the the belief of judgment and mm. what will family think and what will all of these outside people think. It's like none of them have to live your life and experience. No. They all had their own ship. They all are creating mm. their own journey. Mm-hmm. Even your parents, it's like cool. Focus on yourself. Totally. Like, but just you know, even give yourself permission sometimes to say, Do you know what, life should be happy. And if it's not, and I've tried in this dynamic for so long, mm. and it's no longer happy or bringing me the fulfillment, or I'm not feeling the connection, like listen to your heart. It's guiding you forward. And as a beacon of this, like, mm. you know, at 36, that was my start with Timmy. Mm. Like, you know, it like broke down all the beliefs. And like, you know, we know we're not going to be married. We're like so mm. fucking stoked that mm. we are um, just purely harmoniously really connected yeah. on all the real levels yeah. not what we can accumulate or put a ring on or, or like on sign paper. a piece of paper <laughs> yeah. it's just fucking fake man yeah. it needs to die a tragic death mm. so yeah some people might be triggered if they've still got that whole like i'm coming into my early 20s and i want to <laughs> marry someone yeah. it's like well just there's not marriage is not wrong no. but make sure you do the work mm-hmm. and communicate and don't cock block the partner nah. from bearing you for the stuff that needs to be worked on totally because I did bring that forward in my relationships, <laughs> but they didn't really want to hear about it. Yeah. And it's like, but it's there. Mm. And it's like, so trust your truth mm. is my message. Mm. If you feel something in your heart and your soul has been giving you like these intuitive red flags and nudges, trust your truth. If something has been in a toxic cycle or a patterning for a really long time, step away from step it. Away. Then it and only go. then will you know your energy and your truth. Mm. Even if it means saying to that partner or friendship groups or whatever, hey, I'm just going to take a bit of a hiatus. Mm. Like I'm just going to have a few months to focus on me. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah. Like create it because until you know your energy, mm. you will never know what it's like to be free of entanglement mm. and kind of manipulation mm. and on that level. Hey, And you've got two ways to look at it like two views on that right of you stepping into what's truly the best for you when it comes to a perception of other people you could think everyone's going to judge me i'm going to lose everyone cool you can think that might be a reality or you can think i'm going to create ripples Mm. me stepping into my truth is going to create like an awakening in these people that i truly want to come on this journey with me any of those things could happen But if we go in with the mindset of like, I'm doing this for me and naturally the overflow will be for other people as well, as opposed to like, I'm going to be judged, all these things are going to happen. Just even going into the frequency of like, what else could be possible? Mm. You know, how could this have a really profound and beautiful impact on everyone else as well, which we're not attached to, but can be a natural byproduct. Like going in with that mindset when we're having to take those steps away or whatever it is completely changes the frequency of it and Mm. then you're setting that as an expectation and then if there is potentially still some judgment that's them in their frequency anyway so it's got nothing to do with you it's got nothing to do with you anyway but even going into the mindset of that you know because i can't you know you'd be the same like catching people on their stories you know they're like oh well like i said in the um live that i did i said if you're sitting there and you're going men are always this men are always this men are always this fuck no one's like fuck you but like fucking stop it you're playing a part like you are now going into the paradigm that is killing them like if you're going oh but it's always like this and it's always like this it's like 
just because you've had some experiences, how is it now benefiting you? Like I say, so I have so many of my single friends right there. They are like, how do you have these guy friends that you have? All these like beautiful intimate connections or these relationships that you have. Like, where are they? And I said, they're at the same frequency as me. Like you're sitting there going, they don't exist. They're not there. And I'm like, yes, they fucking are. Like yeah. there's so many gorgeous men that are, that are all the different flavors of men, you know, that are everything that are available, that are there, that are doing the work as well. But if you're sitting there in this story that it's not only not serving you, but it's not serving society for you to put out a story of like what our men are, same thing, vice versa. We're talking about men here. Like you, you're, you're playing this part in it and like, you're fueling the fire. Yeah. Like, like yeah. fuck that. <laughs> yeah. So that's that, like, I don't know, the self-awareness. I'm just hoping that it just keeps rising within yeah. everyone because um, anywhere we feel stuck, right? Like, I mean, there's so many reasons why we feel stuck. And mm. I think a lot of those paradigms around relationships and marriage and, yeah. you know, love, yeah. like, holy crap, man. Like it's just, it's so deep and so entangled, mm. but we can simplify it. But like really like getting in my own space in my own energy mm. even if it felt like at times alone like really deeply alone and depressing mm. at least I was with my own thoughts on the beach and what I was thinking about how others judged me or even mm. if it was a truth or not a truth yeah I was still thinking and carrying these thoughts and carrying too much weight and burden yeah. like you know you take too much responsibility mm. and like we've got to take off the backpack man mm-hmm. like the layers of backpacks and you know, that's what you get when you show up and do the work hey, and you allow others to hold that space is you can peel that shit real quick. And, you know, even between now and the end of the year, people could have a couple of sessions and be on a brand new fucking quantum pathway yep. of there's that version of you that's already abundant yeah. and already has a partner. Yes. And so, you know, like it's it's not time, hey. Nah, it's it's, not. it's literally showing up, honoring the emotions and the energy that you're feeling. Yeah. And then understanding, like you said, if we want, our soul's been planting and launching all of these rockets of desire and these beautiful seeds. Mm. But if you don't allow yourself to go and you're going to keep through your own free will, you're going to keep yourself stuck and stay in that cycle. That is a free will choice as a master creator. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to disempower yourself, <laughs> um, then please, we've got to take responsibility that yeah. you are the only one that's responsible for your happiness. Yeah. Your partner was never meant to make you happy. Never. As a Not natural byproduct. <laughs> yeah. As a natural byproduct of a relationship going well, that will naturally flow and come mm-hmm. effortlessly. Yeah. But if there's conditions on love, e.g., conditional loving relationships, mm-hmm. then you're mm-hmm. always going to meet the triggers and the walls and the mirrors. Yeah. And but those will help you crack those old belief systems as well, hey. Yeah, absolutely. And open up to that greater unity love that we're tying mm. into. Well, I had a really gorgeous conversation about love with um a man in my life and I said to him Who are all these mysterious men? <laughs> I know you're on the right. <laughs> that follow you around. Yeah. Well it's it's been so beautiful because uh I I stepped away from a belief around what friendship between genders can look yeah. like. And since then coming out of my last relationship, which was a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, um, I just remember thinking I I was like the young person that had guy friends. My best friend's like, you always have guy mates. Mm. Like I actually found it probably too, because there was the wounding and the feminine. And I had my dad there as a role model for me growing up. Totally. Um, and so I always related to it. I often actually found it a lot easier to relate to men than to women, because I, I know that there is a part of me that's very triggering for a lot of women that are sitting in their wounding um, and like fully send love to that. Not going to be less of myself. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so yeah, we were having this conversation about love and I said, 
one of my sole missions here, I know, is to love hard on as many people as I possibly can mm. and some. Mm. <laughs> and and he said, we spoke and I said, you know, and love is like consistency. Love is um, like authentic um, feedback to people about who they are. Love is setting healthy boundaries. Love is affection. Love is all of those things. All of those things, like breathing belief into people. However, society's view on what that is, I mean, it blocks people from it because he said to me, he's like, I bet that that's been really uncomfortable and overwhelming, especially for the masculine mm. friends, whether it's an intimacy, like outside of a traditional relationship, because they're like, fuck, like this must mean that like she wants to get married or this, you know, this must mean that like she wants to have sex with me. This must mean this. And it's breaking down what what that can be inside of all connections. Mm. And it was so good to say, yeah, like love is this, love is this. I said, yeah, fuck yes. Yeah. You know, let's not put it into this category because we're all here as like loving beings. And the more that we can do that, the more that we heal the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just reflecting as you're talking, <laughs> like just even like about my growth personally, as soon as I made the step into the healing work, mm. like I truly had to break down like all of those limitations that I held within myself from some things that were running through the male line. Yeah. Like, you know, cause I used to like, like, like you said, the learning through sensuality is really important. And for me, it was always massage, like receiving massage. Mm. Like even though that was my way of healing my own body shame, yeah. that was the way of coming into my, um, sensual connection especially if i didn't feel connected in my relationship i was like i had to figure out ways that okay that's a little bit toxic and Mm. misusing and a weird dynamic Mm. i've got to go find my own ways to look after myself Mm. and to reach out for help and i just found different ways and different modalities that assisted me with that in my own journey of re-remembering self-love right but um yeah it's just um it's just fucking really weird that when you do allow yourself your soul to go and continually push the understanding of what I am here to share, mm-hmm. continually asking that question, like I really resonate with this whole deep levels of love and breaking down these barriers. Like I feel like the stronger the conditioning, it's fucking challenging and really yeah, grating. Like, I just want to fucking love you. But then, but, then, but then it's just like, then it does blow apart and everything yeah. that you work on does come to fruition yeah. in really beautiful ways. And it's like you take off the blinkers on the horse mm-hmm. Oh, that's love. You have one partner, and that could be the only <laughs> totally. way to show intimacy. Yeah. And sex is the only form of intimacy. Yeah, you yeah. Know, but like now you realize that we're all remembering mm. this beautiful, sensual, energetic mm. connection that is the language of our soul. Totally. Not the mind. No. It's the language of the soul and the heart yeah. and the heart's consciousness. And that's coming back online. Mm. And we're really unblocking all the armoring and the walling. Mm. And yeah, it's, it's fucking amazing, eh? Because it's just, you know, nothing negative ever happens. You can step into the most vulnerable spaces mm-hmm. and people can project their own views and insecurities, but you're like, no, I, I've got this space. Yeah, you just sitting I've got this space. Yeah. Like it's just like, no, this I trust myself. Yeah. It doesn't matter what that person does mm-hmm. or brings to the table. I've got me. Yeah. And I know with my integrity that this energy will never happen in this space. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just like, yeah, you meet your challenges and you meet people that might question yeah, things. Totally. But that's always going to be the same as what happens in any area of growth, right? Yeah. There's always going to be the people that want to cling to the rock mm-hmm. and be triggered to shit mm-hmm. like over who the fuck or how free you are. Yeah. Um, but keep shining your light, fans. Yeah. Do yeah. you. Do yeah, you. Absolutely. And I think um really immersing yourself in people like us who can really openly and honestly say we've been in those really fucking horrific Mm. states, you know. I've been dealing with PND, PTSD, 10 years of depression, 
throughout my teenage years, um, high functioning anxiety disorder, insomnia, you know. <laughs> the insomnia is pretty right. rough. <laughs> uh, I'm, so, I'm so proud of myself. I have friends now, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, you're sleeping like more than six hours. I'm like, I know, fucking yeah. Um, so it's going, I, I really think that looking at people who are very vulnerably and honestly sharing their stories and the shadows of these stories as vital to people's recovery when they're in those places yeah. you know and we can honestly say right now we fucking love our lives you know and there was would you would i don't know if yeah, you agree yeah, yeah, no, points in our lives where and also points in our lives where we're going like i fucking hate my life don't want to be here i don't want to be here yeah. like fuck this mm. yeah i've definitely had moments of that not for a really long time but if you're in that fuck this stage like it is 100% possible for you to go on this, fuck, my life is even more incredible than I could have possibly imagined. Yeah. We're the living evidence. And there are so many people now that are the living evidence of that, that are speaking more authentically about their stories. Like I really encourage people. Those are the people, when you look at social media and things like that, those are the people to get around. Be very fucking specific about what you're yeah. ingesting and like, immerse yourself in there are amazing men out there too that are doing so much work and and a lot of us sharing these stories openly like yep used to be a drug addict used to be you know this used to be this and they're like here i am and i can honestly stand here now with integrity and say fuck that life but if you're in that life right now i relate to you man and everything's going to be fucking okay yeah yeah Yeah, it is that that's um the human to say like the soul connection like understanding that yeah, we've all done things that we're not proud of or yeah. things that we wish we'd chosen a different path or done differently, but then it all works out in the wash mm-hmm. and you realise that, like you said, everything does lead to a lesson or yeah. a glimpse as long as you're open to it. Totally. If you believe there was no lesson and <laughs> fuck that person and fuck yeah, that ex and, you know, it's just like, then sorry, you're going to miss it you're and you'll be back. It. You'll be back. Like, yeah. or, or through another four or five relationships yeah. of that same dynamic. Or lifetimes, we'll fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing it this time. And that's what you realise when you start working across lifetimes. You're like, fuck, your family's already been trying for like three or four lifetimes already. Like on your oversoul level, it's like, yeah. is it time for this? cycle of abuse to stop yeah now i was um i was 19 years old pregnant sat down with my mother and my siblings at the time it was all very chaotic abuse and i said to them this stops now and it's it's strange thinking back to that what i believe was still a very disempowered version of me but i was like this cycle ends now this is not happening in my family like this is not going to continue and that's exactly what happened we completely stopped cycles of abuse cycles of addiction you know all these things and it's going a lot of us are here as those cycle stoppers Mm. right and Mm. it's it's fucking heavy Mm. but do it Mm. (laughs) like and let's all get together and be the change makers together and be the ones that go no more like no more we don't want this anymore so that's being a conscious creator right yeah not by default no cool so i reckon it's an awesome time like um thank you all so much if you're still here with us (laughs) till i was 15 like we thought we were going to keep it under an hour but um yeah that was a really awesome conversation and i know that there's so many levels in which we're speaking on and addressing um we pre-communicated with integrity (laughs) that we're going to go a little bit off and find our way back in the tapestry but yeah thank you so much for your time um shall we like what a meeting so and thank you to all of us for listening and entertaining this and if you have any questions um how can people like you've got your podcast do you want to quickly say a couple of handles how they can find you on instagram and stuff like that yeah i love the gram man like i just love it i love the creative side of it um it's probably where i'm most active so on instagram i'm mama chow ceo 
So M-A-M-A-C-H-O-W-C-E-O. Um, my business is called Mama Chow Holistic Healing. So MamaChowHolisticHealing.com and on Facebook as well. Um, and then we have Ignite Sexuality, which is currently on pause yep. um, because Nick has had some life events that have happened. However, we will have workshops up and running again in both Tauranga and Auckland. So that's IgniteSexuality.com and we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Um, and the podcast is Sex With My Ex podcast. Cool. Um, because it's my ex, which is really cool. He's my ex from when I was 14. And fun fact, we actually had our sexual debuts with one another. Yeah. So like the first time so we were co-host? Into- yeah, we co-host. Uh, cool. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so male, female co-host and a yeah, sexual wellness podcast. And we say sexual wellness, but fuck, man, we go into everything. We always, we really go into mental health. Like I've had massive breakdowns in it. He's had massive breakdowns cool. in it. He does one particular episode, which is so potent where I asked him about um, what you're speaking about, his separation from his children. Mm. They got taken yeah. and he's really vulnerable, talked about his mental health, like anxiety, all this stuff, which was, yeah, amazing. So, yeah, that's where I am. Come Man. find me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, we'll, Hang we'll, out. T- we'll tag it in the show notes um, yeah. on Spotify and stuff like that as well. Yeah. But thank you so much. Yeah, thank you Massive so much. love and so proud to be sharing this journey and yeah. co-creating in our own ways. And yeah. I'm sure this will be one of a few, I'd say, uh-huh. like with different topics. So yeah. thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Honor you.